This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, and it is June 24th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, an off-duty Philadelphia police officer was killed in a car crash while his, in his personal vehicle on his way home from work, according to authorities. It happened just after midnight Friday at the intersection of Bustleton Avenue and Renard Street in the city's Somerton section. Chief Inspector Scott Small said the officer just finished work and was a few blocks from his home when the crash happened. The off-duty officer was 50 years old and had 27 years with the police department. According to police, an 18-year-old was driving a BMW at a high rate of speed on Bustleton Avenue when he T-boned the officer who was traveling on Renard Street. The BMW struck the passenger side of the officer's Hyundai sedan. After the impact, the 18-year-old then crashed head-on into a tree. The teenage driver and the 16- and 17-year-old passengers who were in the car with him suffered minor injuries and declined medical treatment, police said. Medics rushed the officer to the hospital where police said he was pronounced dead. What a nightmare. Yeah, awful. Small said it doesn't appear that the driver of the striking vehicle was impaired in any way. He also passed a field sobriety test. Officers released the 18-year-old to his family. Small said this is an ongoing investigation that charges are still possible as they work to gather additional evidence. Tesla's new car factories in Texas and Berlin are losing billions of dollars as they struggle to increase production because of a shortage of batteries and China port issues. Chief exec- uh, Executive Elon Musk said in an interview published on Wednesday, both Berlin and Austin factories are giant money furnaces right now, he said in the interview with Tesla owners. Musk said Tesla's Texas factory produces a tiny number of cars because of challenges in boosting production of its new batteries and as tools to make its conventional batteries are stuck in port in China. He said its Berlin factory is in a slightly better position because it started with using the traditional batteries for cars built there. He said the COVID-19 related shutdowns in Shanghai were very, very difficult. The shutdown affected car production not only at Tesla's Shanghai factory, but also at its California plant, which uses some vehicle parts made in China. As an interim solution, what if you were to tow a U-Haul filled with phone batteries and plug your car into that? <laughs> Tesla plans to suspend most production at its Shanghai plant in the first two weeks of July to work on an upgrade for the site to boost output. Now, Musk said uh, he expected Tesla would start production of its cyber, tr- uh, cyber truck, the electric pickup trucks, which has been delayed in mid-2023. That cyber truck rollout, you remember the rollout oh, yeah. where they were showing <laughs> All this stuff and the, the unbreakable glass. Oh, was that the one yeah, that was yeah. broke and it broke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but even the design no. looked like something like they thought the uh, you know futuristic cars would look like in the 70s. You right. know, It's like one of those sort of go-to default things, Preston, where like in the future they bring out a plate and there's two pills on it. Right. You'll be eating pills for dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no this this look wasn't that attractive. That's great. That video, though, that was so, like, cringeworthy, yeah. embarrassing. You're like, oh, no. The red paint was rolled out in Center City, Philadelphia Thursday in a new effort aimed at sustainability. The red is for buses only, and you will see them on Chestnut Street between Broad and 2nd Street. Officials say something as simple as using red paint has, show, uh, has been shown to reduce vehicle crashes by up to 50%. We value this opportunity to partner with the city and SEPTA on this pilot program, said PennDOT Acting District 6 Executive uh, Luis Belamonte. Uh, we anticipate the red bus lane will help encourage the use of public transit, enhance uh, safety, and make for an overall better experience for road users. Philadelphia officials hope to add the painted lanes to more streets around the city. In sports this morning... 
so yummy. The Phillies beat the Padres 6-2 last night right. in San Diego. Kyle Schwarber hit a two-run home run, and JT Real Muto added a three-run shot later in the sixth inning for the Phillies, who ended a three-game losing streak. The four-game series continues tonight, and Aaron Nola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 9:40. At the NBA draft, the Sixers traded Danny Green and their 23rd pick to the Memphis Grizzlies in exchange for 24-year-old guard D'Anthony Melton. Melton was part of Memphis's rotation last season and averaged 10.8 points, 4.5 rebounds, and 2.7 assists. Green experienced unfortunate injuries in each of the last two postseasons and is currently rehabbing from tearing the ACL and LCL in his left knee during the Sixers Game 6 loss in Miami. Earlier in the evening, Duke, uh, Duke's Apollo Bonchero was number one overall selection by the Orlando Magic. The Oklahoma City Thunder took Gonzaga center Chet Holmgren with the second pick, then acquired 11th pick Usmane Dieng of France in the trade with the New York Knicks. Auburn forward Jabari Smith Jr. went number three overall to the Houston Rockets. And the Stanley Cup final shift back to Colorado for game five tonight. The Avalanche lead the series three games to one. And if they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight, will claim their first championship in over two decades. The puck is set to drop at 8 p.m. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. I realize that I, I failed to do the weather forecast at the top oh, like I normally okay. do. So I will just bring you up to speed on that. We have a beautiful day today. 86 degrees and mostly sun. It was wonderful on the way in today. Uh, we had clear skies, and I saw the planets, the planet. Oh my god! And, and I, moon alignment. I didn't yeah. see anything. It, it, it was foggy, and I yeah. couldn't see it. I couldn't see any of it. Oh wow! My my drive-in was crystal clear. Oh bummer! Yeah. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you were in a spot where you could see that. But we continue with sunny and clear skies tomorrow. High ninety-one. Same thing on Sunday. Uh, we don't have to worry about any kind of rain coming to the area until we get to, to Monday or so. Uh, but what's all the? Oh, is that my? Oh, that's my weather. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> Jason gave me my. My weather. Yeah, how about under, that? Under there. So I appreciate that. Sorry about the uh, formatic <laughs> snafu. Uh, but anyhow, you know what, dude? I showed up this morning. I was telling Casey, uh, as I, I live close to here, and so I just got up my regular time. So I got here at like 4.35 this morning, and I roll up, and, and I'm like, nobody's here. <laughs> Am I in the right place? Right. And, and I did, I'd forgotten that normally when we do a, a blood drive, we're here on Saturday, and we show up right as uh, donations start getting underway. Right. And the operation is already set up and rolling. But by the time I got here, they hadn't – this was completely empty, this entire warehouse. So – Except for our broadcast area. So I'm like, eh, are they going to – I forgot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're here early this year. Yeah. Right. So right now, it looks like the operation that we're used to seeing is all the volunteers are putting up the uh, uh, the partitions and the beds and all the things that are getting in place for a blood drive of this size and this – this is a gargantuan room that we are in for this event. It's amazing. And now they're going to start, I believe, at 7, right? So the first yep. appointments are at 7. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to 7, I believe. In, are in both locations? Yeah, 7 I, 7. I think so, yeah. All right. Yeah, excellent. Casey already checked in uh, with Brent Porsche, who is at Live Casino as we speak. Excellent. Uh, we are going to talk to him in about uh, 40 minutes or so, something like that, and uh, just see how things are, are laying out there as we're getting set for the two locations this time around. Press, you talk about the size of this place at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, and I, as I was driving here, I was like, oh, crap, I don't know where in here we were going to go, and then 
as soon as like I pulled down the road, there, these giant signs says Hall sees them. <laughs> okay, I know well, exactly I where to this go. Was yeah, where we were last time. We've been in a couple of different uh, yeah. uh, parts of this complex, which is sprawling. So yeah. it's also perfect for electric scooters. We found out, right? Yes, Casey brought three electric scooters this morning, and we're gonna tool around on those. Yeah, I don't not? know if this is the right place to park these right in front mm-hmm. of our video. If you're, no, probably not. But <laughs> if you're watching, if you're uh, streaming us, which I'm not sure if we're up and running just yet on YouTube, you'll be able to get a look at the at the full operation. We have a full camera array set up here our friends from newman university uh are all in place so we'll be able to for the first time really kind of document this event live as it goes on in the morning you know yeah so we've had like you know we check in and we were doing it on, <clears throat> on saturday and pierre's broadcast a couple of saturdays this is the first time we were doing our full show yeah. during the uh the blood drive and it's uh it's going to be cool yep and the uh, the volunteers look excited and ready for a full day so uh we're, we're excited for it as well yes yeah um so yeah if you are headed to uh, the Expo Center at Oaks, and that's where you're going to donate. It is Hall C. So just look for that when you get here, and you'll you'll find the place to go into, and uh, the volunteers will get you lined up and ready to go. So those start at 7 o'clock, like Steve said. So uh, with all that, we have a few other things going on uh, as far as guests go, outside of checking in with Brent and Jackie Bam Bam this morning. Uh, we are going to have Brett Michaels on. Because yeah. Uh, the tonight is the, or I'm sorry, tomorrow night is the uh, the stadium show uh, with Mike Crew, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett and the Blackheart, Citizens Bank Park. Seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so we'll see how where Brett's head is as far as this tour is concerned, and just uh, do a check in and and see. Uh, what we can expect for tomorrow night, which is cool. So uh, with all that, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Entertainment Report is up first, obviously. And we'll get to the stupid question, give some stuff away. So we'll return shortly. Stay with us this morning live. The I Believe for Preston and Steve Blood Drive on MMR. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Since this is our first time broadcasting at the I Believe for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, we get to meet our first donor of the day. I ran into him in the parking lot. What was your name, sir? Dan. All right, Dan. Dan what? Dan Reebok. Dan Reebok. Nice to meet you, man. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Africa. All right. Well, from Africa. No, where, where are you from? Ephrata. Ephrata. Lancaster oh, County. Of course. Uh, yeah, that makes more sense. I've, I think I've maybe I've pronounced it Ephrata uh, before. Isn't that you right? Where, where you guys were for the uh, golf tournament the other day with Barkin? It's near Ephrata, right? Uh, Elverson. Elverson. It's the same. They both start with E. Yeah, so they're right next to each other. They must be, you know, in the uh, They're in, in the fact the same place. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, uh, Dan, that's cool, man. You got signed up. Have you, have you been to the, I believe, for Presidency Blood Drive before? Uh, one time before, yeah. All right. Well, welcome back, man. We're happy to have you. Yep, glad fact, to be here. As first donor, you get to receive a special <laughs> prize. Oh, my God. And I have wow. a Dunkin' Munchkin for you. Oh, my God. Ah. Now, I want you to nope, open up. All right, you ready? Now, we're about six feet away, right? I'm going to give you more. I'm going to give you seven, eight. Seven yeah. or eight? Okay, you ready? All right, mouth open. Here we go. I, I'm going to do my best to make the shot. Here we go. Oh, oh, it, was, uh, it was low. It was, was low. so close. It was low. Hang on. We're going up high. Here we go. A lob. Oh, oh, I hit him in the eyes. <laughs> One more time. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to get it right in the sweet spot. Yeah. Oh! All right. That's all on him. That's all on him. you all the good That was munchkins. nothing but gums. These things are large, by the way. All right. I One know. more time. One more time. Here we go. This is it, man. You and me. 
Oh, dude. Right. No, he caught it. Yay. Yay. I was going to say. Honestly, this is the last one. At least throw him the powdered ones. It's a three-pointer. I was throwing him the chocolate ones. Yeah, I know. Those are the good ones. Here we go. Oh, man. Uh, okay, never mind. Dan. Preston, sorry. That's all right, dude. We, you're, you're... Dan, get out of here. <laughs> no, that's all. Awesome. Me, me and you, we'll show them how it's done. Right, Casey, all right. Man. Well, we're a lot closer than, than you and Dan and I. Or me and Dan. Here we go. One, two, three. It hit your it hit your tongue. They're too big. Uh, you want to try yeah. They're too big. Oh, my right. God. We're going long for Steve. How, how far? Uh, this is uh, 18 feet, it's something like that. 75 yards. Right. 75 yards. <laughs> it's about 75 yards. All right, here's the Hail Mary. You ready? Oh, this yeah. is going to be tough. Here this we go. This is going to be amazing. No. Oh, that was low. It was low. <laughs> sure. I, I'm, in my hair. I'm the judging sugar, this like, incorrectly. fell on my hair. Kareen it off Kathy's skull. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right, now I got the distance down. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, Damn, dude, it seems, like, it seems like I'm throwing him too far. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm aiming for your forehead. Here we go. Morrison, yes. That's why we put on the air together. <laughs> you, brother. Wow. You could hear years. it, too. It, like, went right in here. <laughs> Thank now. you. All right. Here's one for Nick. <laughs> right. The whole donut. Okay. Here we go. It's like Frisbee. Here we go. Right, hang on. Hang on. I guess it was. No. Preston. Look, look no, at the whole box. Look at the maw on him. All right. Here we go. Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, damn it. Right, we're, not, my now, we're not wasting whole donuts. No, no, right come now. on. Munchkins, I can deal with. Whole donuts, no. They uh, they cleaned the floor right before we got here, right? Okay, all right, yeah, I think so. Yeah, all right. you're good. Yeah, you can lick that. <laughs> you can lick the glaze. That's fine. Dan, it's an honor to meet you. Thank you for nice being here. Nice to meet here. you. We Very generous Dan, our first Yeah. That's exciting Dan, stuff. Dan, all right. This is not going to get any more exciting than that. I, that was such a great way to start the day. Steve, nice job. That was Preston, I am nice so work. impressed. Thank you. Morrison, I am so impressed. Well, you gave, you gave me enough lift. I could yeah. it. I, I, you know. It's teamwork. I'm reminded of the Eagles Super Bowl. Victory. Yes. Yeah. I certainly hope that we got that on video. I mean, our, our friends from Newman University here are uh, streaming everything. So <laughs> sure we did. hopefully. Would you just get some uh, condoms or what is that, Casey? Uh, yes. Are we giving away condoms? These are Top Gun Maverick condoms. <laughs> no, what are they? They're Top Gun Maverick oh. pins. Oh, these Aww. are pins. Okay. Yep. Well, that's kind of cool. I feel the need for peen. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. We appreciate that fine volunteer person. All right. So I picked up my residual munchkins, by the way. We're going to give away as a uh, lesson question, not lesson question, super question. Uh, as a prize, we're going to give away a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. And the question we asked for you, easy one. This is a softball for you if you remember this movie. What 1984 film features the cute small mogwai? Oh. It's a gimme. Yeah, 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. So uh, what 1984 film features the cute, small mogwai? All right, let's see if you know the answer. I'll mention some birthdays. While we're waiting for you to call in, and we'll start with one a guy we've been talking about this week recently uh, because of his uh, collaboration with Johnny Depp. It's Jeff Beck's birthday today on the 24th of June. He is 78 years old. Jeff Beck did one of... Uh, it's, is it called People Get Ready? Yeah. Yeah. His... Version and Rod Stewart. with Rod Stewart yeah. and his guitar playing on that is so soulful and beautiful. Yep, he's uh, he, he's worked with so many different people, and, and at some point he went from a rock guitarist to heading more in a uh, jazz fusion direction, and he found out that he loved that. Right, and he that's what he's been doing ever since. He's very versatile. Guitar. Did you ever get into um, jazz fusion? Because I was a fan of like David Sanborn and Lee Rittenauer and those Mahavishnu Orchestra. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's it's really heady stuff. I mean. Yeah. 
yeah. it's, it's pretty intense music. But yeah, I did, absolutely. Weather Report. Absolutely. A bunch of other bands yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, then you have uh, Mick Fleetwood, another great out of the world of music. Uh, he turned 75 years Somebody old. Somebody just passed away from the Fleetwood Mac uh, yes. One of the early, earliest band members. Uh, one of the, orig- the original lead singer died, I think it was last year. I'm not 100% sure. And I don't know enough about that really, really right. early version right. of Fleetwood Mac other than uh, a couple of songs. Because Mahalia Jackson was the first member. I band. don't know yeah, about they... that, but uh, Oh Well was a great song from them. But uh, Mick Fleetwood, the interesting thing about him as a drummer, very, very simple. Very, very, uh, uh, you know, just the basics yeah. of what you need. But... He does it with a certain feel that makes him original. So, so did, did he get with he got with Stevie Nicks and what did he get with Christine McVie as well? They were yeah. all banging each other. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely Stevie. It's like this show. Uh, yeah. so. <laughs> right, Kath? <laughs> we are the Fleetwood Mac of Morning Radio. <laughs> that was terrible. That's disgusting. I would have quit so long ago. She seems into it, Brett. <laughs> Words like terrible and disgusting saying there's a make chance. me think there's a chance. <laughs> She's uh, Mick Fleetwood is 75 today. Uh, Steve, a guy who was just in town the other night, Mr. Kurt Smith of Tears for Fears. Love Tears for Fears. Uh, he's the other singer. Roland, uh, yeah. first of all, is the main vocalist and, and songwriter, from what I understand. But uh, Kurt Smith also contributes quite a bit to that band. And he was 61. They just played in town the other night. All right. One of our favorites. Celebrates that you're not ready. I'll come back to him. Uh, Peter Weller uh, from RoboCop. Uh, and uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai. He's also in the uh, second uh, Star Trek movie. Yeah. Uh, he plays a good villain. He plays a good hero. Yeah. I love the... So they just re-released it. was an anniversary edition of RoboCop. And uh, it still holds up. It has that sarcastic sense of humor. Uh, he's 75. And his co-star in that movie, Nancy Allen. Has yeah. The so that happens so many times. Like, we just had uh, Michael Gross and uh, yeah. Meredith Baxter. Yeah. Whenever that happens, I can't help it. I'm like, I wonder if they were on set on their birthdays. They call it the RoboCop effect. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) That's when two celebrities share a birthday. They call it the RoboCop effect. You know, you you learn stuff on the show. I did not know that was the RoboCop effect. (laughs) Nancy Allen is 72. Okay, now double back to our birthday. It is Arthur Brown's birthday. Oh! And I bring you fire. I got it. Wait, I have a reverb effect here. I am the god of hellfire. Yes. And I'm donating blood. <laughs> That's it. Uh, the crazy world of Arthur Brown. Uh, he turns 80 years old. You know, there's still people that believe that when we played that original audio that it was just a skit or a parody. They don't realize that was an actual... Yeah, hit song. Hit song. Yeah, yeah. And he was... And the video of him is... He was he was obviously going for... He was like pre-Alice Cooper. Right. You know, he Very was, theatrical. Yeah, he was going for the, the shock value. Uh, so he turns 80 years old today. Uh, we also have uh, Danielle Spencer from What's Happening. She played D on What's Happening. Ooh, uh, what did she? What did she do after that? Not much, as far as I know. Uh, although Casey just grabbed his mic and dropped it. He wants. Uh, she did What's Happening now, if you remember. That's right. Yeah. Which was the sequel. Uh, and then she was in The Right Stuff. She played one of the astronauts. I was not aware that uh, she was... Uh, I think she was Gus Christman. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so she's 50. No, but that... Uh, wait. 
That was the guy who just died, though, right? Yes, Fred Ward. Yeah. All right. On All right. Uh, we also have uh, Petra Nemkova, the supermodel. Uh, she turns 43. She, what powers does she possess? Oh, uh, since she is a supermodel, uh, I think that... Invisibility? Uh, well, I think that lightning shoots from her uh, mascara. There we go. Wasn't um, she the one that was stuck like, on a raft yeah. when the, uh, that tsunami happened or a, fl- um, a few was years Was she the ago? one who was hugging the, tr- the yeah, tree? Yeah, yeah. I, I believe the tree. Yeah. Like, she watched her boyfriend die. Right, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, horrible. Uh, then you have uh, Minka Kelly. Minka. Uh, Friday Night Lights, 500 Days of Summer. I see her name all the time, but I really don't. She know. just broke up with Trevor Noah. The okay. only thing I can I, I think of is... Um, Derek Jeter? Uh, Derek Jeter. Yeah, Derek and Jeter. And she got a, a, a signed autograph baseball. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the Oh, that was her parting gift? Yeah, yeah it's a some, parting gift. It's a mouthwash. You, so look at her, <laughs> and, and, and Derek Jeter traded up after her. Yeah. Like so, it's it's crazy. Derek Jeter traded in whatever direction Derek Jeter wanted to with that. Unbelievable. Yeah. Ruled ruled the world. Uh, he she is forty two, and then the last birthday is uh, Mindy Kaling, and she is forty three years old. She's getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's right. That's right. She certainly deserved it, man. For yeah. much as outside of acting, she writes a lot. She, a She's ton of the Office episodes. Talented. Yeah, uh, yeah. Preston, I found one more birthday for you. It's to your left if you want to take a look. And we just had him on the show. Oh! John Tortorella, new coach of the Flyers, has his birthday today. Uh, He was a great interview. Uh, We really enjoyed talking to him. He turned, it says, I think he's 65, Nick? Uh, 64. 64, yeah. 64 years. Well, 65 is the new 64. That's what it is. Especially in hockey. Uh, I wonder when he gets into town. He is. He He made it in this week. He actually did a charity event already yesterday. Uh, Steve, I I talked to some people behind the scenes. They definitely want to come to camp out this year. Oh, great. And uh, they're really interested in your animal charity. Oh, that'd be sensational. It's it's really important to John in this way. Well, we can do it like a kitten slap shot. All right. Oh, my my God. Oh, 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 oh. For, for charity, Kathy. Come on, please. Yeah, you got to think of the big picture. Think outside the box. Oh, right out of the gutter. All right, we are going to try to get an answer to our stupid question this morning. What 1984 film features the cute small Mogwai? And I'm not going to have access to our uh, phones. Well, send postcards. Uh, here as of now. But what I can do is go back to Jason Fahan at the studio. Uh, Jason, if you'll mention someone's name in my talk back here and pull them up on the um uh, on the phone lines, I'll just ask him if they know the answer. Okay, he's talking to me right now. He's trying to get a name and uh, see if we can go to someone. All right, we're going to go to Angie. 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 Angie, are you there? Can you hear us? You beautiful. <laughs> Angie. Angie. I used to sing that to my sister just to piss her oh off. Oh, my God. Did she hate it? Yeah, Angie. Angie. Beautiful. Yeah. Still Hello? love you, girl. Oh, Angie, are Angie. you there? Yes. Yay! Oh, we got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right, Angie, uh, the 1984 film features the cute small mogwai. What movie is it? Gremlins. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, you got it. Hang on. Thank you. We'll get your information, and then we will give you our prize. We have a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. And if you're in the mood for seafood, Bonefish Grill's got you covered with new summer specials like shrimp rangoon dip and pineapple glazed shrimp pear perfectly with zesty key lime cake for dessert. You can visit bonefishgrill.com for information. All right, let's get into some of these uh, stories that I have for you. Uh, we're going to start with Ezra Miller. Right? Oh, my God. So Ezra Miller. Where's my trash can? Here it is. All right, Ezra Miller. Uh, Rolling Stone investigation published Thursday found that uh, the actor is hosting or housing a 25-year-old woman and her three young children uh, at their home in Vermont. Uh, so he has apparently Ezra has a, a farm in Vermont. Yes, and sources tell the outlet that they're concerned 
with the living arrangements because Miller's home has unattended guns and mature marijuana plants growing on the property. And according to the insider, the woman's one-year-old child picked up a loose bullet and put it in her mouth. We used to keep a bowl of bullets in the candy yeah. cupboard. For the kids. Uh, yeah. Um, wow. All right. Yeah. But, but there's more to this. So, All right. Uh, the children's father claims that the Flash star flew the mother and children from Hawaii to Vermont in mid-April without his knowledge, and he was not able to see or speak to them before the departure. The mother, though, who Rolling Stone does not name, uh, says that Miller had helped her escape from a violent and abusive ex. No, I saw that, yeah. And Miller, uh, this person said, helped me finally have a safe environment for my three very young children. So... There might be more than meets the eye here, although we've seen that Ezra is can be quite unhinged. What has to happen, know. Preston, is he has to come forward, whether that is through a lawyer or whether that is himself. I would recommend a lawyer and start putting statements out. If he has information that is countering this narrative, D.C. has walked away. They're going to release the Flash movie, but he's no longer going to be the Flash. Right, right. So, uh, anyhow, we'll see if there's a follow-up to this story uh, next week. Brad Pitt said that his reputation for being aloof and self-absorbed might be tied to an undiagnosed medical condition. Now, the Oscar-winning actor told GQ that he might suffer from prosopagnosia. Now, he's talked about this before. Prosopagnosia is uh, also called face blindness. Oh, I thought, okay, go ahead. And the National Institutes of Health defines uh, prosopagnosia as a neurological disorder that causes an inability to recognize faces. What other celebrity said they had this as well? Us. No, there was somebody else besides besides Brad Pitt. He's the only one that I've ever heard of. Okay, yeah, this I don't prior know. Prior to yesterday, I, you know, yeah, yeah. I he, did, he did a uh, uh, he did another interview in 2013 that touched on this, uh, but he says that uh, he wants uh, to remember people's faces and feels ashamed when he can't. Nobody believes me, he said. Uh, and depending on the disorder severity, people can have difficulty recognizing a familiar face or distinguishing a face as being different from an object. I'm completely con. Contrary to that, I'm great with remembering faces, horrible with names. Uh, one in 50 people have the disorder. Uh, Presbyknosia can result from a stroke or brain injury or appear at birth as a genetic condition. And children born with it, quote, never had a time when they could recognize faces. Huh. Uh, Pitt has previously speculated about having it. In a 2013 interview with Esquire, said that he has offended people because of his difficulty remembering the faces of people he meets. He told Esquire that year uh, he was planning to get tested for uh, prosopagnosia, and Carnegie Mellon extended an offer to have his brain imaged and examined by a neurologist. He said, so many people hate me because they think that I'm disrespecting them, but it's a mystery to me, man. I can't grasp a face, and yet I come from such a design-slash-aesthetic point of view. Uh, that I'm going to go get tested. So I don't know if he's done that yet or not. Do you think you have that? Um, you know, I just think I don't pay attention. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's terrible, but I, I think it's more that. I don't I don't think that I have More ADD-ish? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Steve, I found a few other notable people that had this, um, including Steve Wozniak from uh, yes. Apple, Oliver Sacks, the uh, neurologist, and uh, one of our favorite in- interviews of all time, Jane Goodall. How about oh, that? Huh. So she can't, if, if a chimp comes up to her, hey, Jane. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Bobo. I, I can't <laughs> recognize. I, yeah. Uh, Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker reportedly called it quits after two years of dating. I can't tell you 
how this news caught us at home last night. Yeah. yeah. My wife and I spent the better part of an hour hugging and crying. And it, apparently it was because they weren't aligned yeah. in the weeks following Courtney and Travis's wedding. I Try knew, using that line when you yeah. break up with somebody. We're not aligned. I knew something. And when I called you last night, you were like, I can't talk right I now. I can't talk. And you were like, I'll, I'll, I'll try and call you. And you never this called me back. You. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I cried myself to sleep, literally. I get it now. Okay. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, and inside even told, went to bed. Told E! News that uh, they had a really nice time in Italy together. But once they got back, they started to feel like they weren't aligned. This is in Italy. And realized that they have uh, very different lifestyles. Like one's a basketball player and one's a model. Uh, Kendall told Devin that uh, she wanted space and time apart despite their reasons. But the sources said the pair are still on friendly terms. I think it's because it doesn't match up with who her sisters are dating right now. Yeah, so she has to date somebody who's all tattooed up. Right, and, exactly. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I think you're right about That's that. So Kim, Kim changed that, so now they're going to all head that way. So they're all going to go with, like, a goofy, quirky comedians now? Or just, no. Like just the, pale, the, t- tattooed dudes. The, yeah, pa- a little of both. Yeah. I all right, think a, all right. We'll see, Steve. Let's see what comes next, but I think a little of both. So hang on. Um, Courtney started dating, tra- and her and Travis are together. So did she start Did she start it? Maybe she started if she was first. Yeah, she might huh. be. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. Cheer star Jerry Harris could be facing 50. Years in prison. Uh, according to documents obtained by TMZ, the U.S. Attorney's Office is recommending 15 years behind bars for pleading guilty to one count of receipt of child pornography Jesus. and one count of traveling with the intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct. They also requested that he get 10 years of supervised release once he gets out of prison. Is this a Netflix show? <clears throat> yeah, 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 cheer. Yeah. I, when right. he said Cheers Star. Yeah. Ted dancing. Well, so when he said Cheers Star, right, right. I thought it was Cheers Star, but right. it's the star, star of the show Cheer. Yeah, sorry about that. No, that's all right. But yeah, um, that's uh, I, and I've watched a little bit of that show. What do you think of it? I, it's uh, I don't get it. Yep. I mean, you know, I mean, these are they're cheerleaders and it follows them, but they 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 treat them like they're really big stars, and I guess they kind of have found a niche audience that really. Um, Kind of it appeals to, yeah. So, but anyhow, um, uh, this guy, his uh, hearing is scheduled for June twenty eighth. Sarah Jessica Parker wishes that people would just stop with if, that; they would stop applauding her for being brave just because she doesn't always hide her grays. Uh, she sold glamour. <laughs> Steve, really? Knock it off, Steve. Yeah. I mean, you do it all. You applaud I do it all the time, every yeah. morning. Yeah, you're applauding her. Uh, she said, I can't spend time getting... I'm more impressed with her quarter mile. Uh, getting <laughs> base color every two weeks. Uh, she further pleaded, please, please, applaud someone else's courage on something. Yeah. Uh, the actress says that... Uh, I can't stand being applauded for courage. Uh, she doesn't understand why uh, she's supposed to be spending that much time thinking about aging. She said, uh, there's been far more peripheral chatter about my time spent on Earth than I've spent thinking about it myself. She's so right. I mean, so. she is brave with that base color on her hair. Right. You know, how... how Kill me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ray Liotta's fiance is struggling one month after his passing. Uh, J.C. Natolo wrote on Instagram, there are no words properly described what one goes through uh, with this type of unexpected loss, and I miss him every second of the day. She added that uh, she's thankful for the big, blended family. Writing our lives right now are so fragile, yet we are holding each other up. And they there's were, still no word, really, on on his on, how he died. I guess they're waiting on you know toxicology. They, and, they were just about to be married, right? They were coming yeah. up right on the wedding. Yeah, so that's uh, that's got to be, obviously, devastating to her in many, many ways. Uh, Denise Richards is following her 18-year-old daughter's example and joining OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. The former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star announced on Instagram uh, that she'll be producing content on the adult site for $25 a month. 
Uh, the announcement comes just one week after Sammy Sheen uh, joined the site. So Sammy Sheen. So Denise. Well, when's Charlie going to join then at this point? Uh, this now, is my nutsack. There's no guarantee. If you're on OnlyFans, there is no guarantee whatsoever that it's going to be uh, risque content. No. In fact, naked. it started more as sort of a... Um, for, like artists would put up stuff, yeah. and they were co- comedians, and it was another sort of way to get through. Yeah. Uh, but uh, um, it, now, it, now the perception is instantly it's a yeah. porn site. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Isn't it wild? Sorry if you hear the beeping in the background. They're actually driving vehicles inside <laughs> of the room that we're in. These are trucks. It's cool that uh, that they can pull inside of the expo. Center. We should drive trucks around our studio. I would love yeah. to do that sometime. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, the situation, Sorrentino. Uh, who in 2019 served time in federal prison for tax evasion, owes Uncle Sam $2.3 million in unpaid taxes over the course of five years. How in the F do you go through that original run in prison for tax evasion and let it happen again? Legal documents <laughs> show that the 39-year-old Jersey Shore stars debt to the IRS, uh, the debts are from... 2010, 12, 13, 15, and 16. I think the issue is he goes to H&R MOOC. Uh, that must be it. Uh, but it looks like he's on, like, you know, kind of the uh, almost every other plan of, uh, of actually paying his taxes. <laughs> Hi, come on! Uh, he was hit with the tax lien in April, and a New Jersey clerk confirmed uh, that it remains, excuse me, open and outstanding. So uh, his publicist said in a statement, Michael Sorrentino has been working diligently to comply with his current and past tax obligations, and he will continue to do so. I'll do better. After he and his brother pleaded guilty to filing falsified tax returns on nearly $9 million in January 2018, Sorrentino was handed an eight-month prison sentence in October of that year. And since then, uh, he has uh, become an outspoken advocate for Alcoholics Anonymous and welcomed one-year-old son, Romeo Rain Sorrentino. Still not an advocate for good accounting. So I guess, Steve... Uh, since they pleaded guilty in 2018, uh, the ones that I had mentioned are from uh, 2010, 12, 13, 15, and 16. I don't think he did it again. I think he just... Oh, he saw you. This is still following through on the original it's, series of crimes? It's what it seems like, yeah. So It's a little uh, bit of nostalgia for him. Yeah, right. Uh, Chelsea Handler is suing the lingerie company Third Love for breach of contract. And I, and I, I kind of see her point. According to the lawsuit, the brand failed to fairly compensate her for an advertising campaign that had hired her to spearhead. Uh, The complaint filed in Superior Court of California Thursday states that both parties allegedly agreed upon a compensation of $1,060,000 plus expenses. However, the shoot was allegedly canceled at the 11th hour. The comedian believes that the creative team never obtained approval from its board of directors before making the agreement. Uh, Handler claims that Third Love refused to compensate her for the canceled shoot and violation of their agreement, despite repeated requests from the for the company to do so. so Did you hear her complaint? Though her complaint was she went through all of this. She was dieting and ex- she went through it like a training regimen. Right. She said she was preparing for a superhero role yeah. because they were going to start taking pictures. And she says, like I was starving myself in December. Wow. <laughs> you know, and uh, and she she's right. She was yeah. getting in shape for the shoot that never happened. Yep. Uh, married couple, uh, actor Mandy Patinkin and Catherine Grody are getting a Showtime pilot based on their social media video. Is it called Totally Grody? No. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> the scripted comedy called Seasoned 
follows the delightfully tumultuous relationship and life of a successful, gregarious, deeply committed, slightly insane married couple played by uh, Patankin and Grody. Uh, roles that they have been rehearsing for the last 43 years. So they are getting their Will own. their daughter gag me with a spoon be in it as well? Show. Not that I know of. Totally Grody. Uh, Game of Thrones author George R. R. Martin confirmed on his blog Thursday that Kit Harrington will reprise his role for the upcoming Game of Thrones spinoff, Snow. And he wrote that it was Kit Harrington who brought the idea to us. Uh, I need work. Martin said, I cannot tell you the names of the writers and showrunners since that has not been cleared for release yet. But Kit brought them in to his own team, and they are terrific. I, I, I hope this turns out uh, to be a, a good um, a good show. I think it should be he runs a ski school. Uh, I mean, it's in the name. Right? Snow. Absolutely. Come on. So um, what's the name? It's the ice... Uh, what's the guy that they uh, uh, Walker? What's that guy? Uh, Texas Ranger. Walker told me that. Ice Walker, no. Texas no, Ranger. The, 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 uh, the main villain that they ended up fighting. Yeah, John Snow the, told me I have AIDS. No, the Night King. The Night King. I'm telling you, John man, Snow told me I have AIDS. Not to ruin anything, but <laughs> they should have made her the Ice Queen at the end, like in of, Frozen. Like in Frozen. Like I like that. And that I mean, uh, when when that. The series ended, and don't get me wrong, I, I loved it all right. the way up to the end. But like, I was expecting this one thing. I'm Snow like, this, Queen? this would be the perfect ending to the series. Right? Nobody called me, Steve. To, nobody. To this, nobody said, "Hey, there hey. you are, sitting there, cheese doodle dust on your fingers." How and none we, of these high-powered execs are calling. How you. should we end this series? Because I thought it was it was a perfect ending to the series. The dragon should have carried her off, and then off in the distance. You and s- then they start a ski school. You see, yeah. You know? Do we have to think of everything? No. And then you hear the music. We go together like... Yeah, I see it. I see it now, Casey. Yes. That's a brilliant idea. Maybe they doing ski it. school, Game of Thrones, yes. and Grease all, all in one. one. It's, it can't lose. All right. Uh, just a couple more quick things. Netflix is teaming up with Robert Rodriguez to create a new family of spies. According to Deadline, the latest Spy Kids chapter... Uh, and as always, he pulls in big names. Uh, I love the Spy Kids. Uh, I mean, well, they were fun. You uh, know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I love the fact that it's Machete is like literally yeah. the uh, the lovable uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there have been tons of, of top name actors that have been Stallone. Stallone was yeah. in him. Yeah, uh, Gina. It Rod- was an honor. Gina. <laughs> I was in Spy Kids. It was very good. <laughs> Uh, he played like eight different characters in yeah, it as well. Yeah. So he's in the new Guardians too. Uh, Gina Rodriguez, Zachary Levi, and Everly Carganella. Help me out, Stallone. Is Emily Carganella? Oh, thank you. That's it. And newcomer. Damn it, wingy dong. We go together <laughs> like Carganella. Giggly goo glue. Travolta and Stallone friends. Giggly goo. Yes, it's actually Stallone directed. That's what, yeah. uh, Travolta for Staying Alive, and yeah. then there was another movie they did. Uh, Staying Alive was horrible. Yeah. Do you remember the cameo uh, with yeah. Stallone? They, he, they he bumps into the street. Yeah. Hey, Kathy. Sidebar. The dialogue was my favorite. So, Kathy, did you see this video of this? Uh, I think it's a girl who paints John Travolta's face on one side of her <laughs> face and then no. uh, Sandy on the other side no. and does a, a lip syncing duet of Summer Nights. Oh, my God. I love it. it okay. Okay. I got to show it to you and then we'll have <laughs> to. I want to see that. 
Did you see the orangutan in the uh, golf cart? I did, as a matter of fact. It's unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> you like that? It like? made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I mean, he looks like he's really going somewhere. Like he's going to get a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah, or, or bananas. It was right. That he's would, a monkey. It would make more sense, absolutely. All right, anyhow, they're going to have a new Spy Kids, and it's going to be uh, through Netflix. So uh, some other big names will be announced uh, down the road. They're gonna, they're gonna, I can't take it. I'm going to piss myself. <laughs> This, for those who haven't seen it, this is the music that plays while the orangutan is driving the... It, it's one of the most chill, funny uh, videos yeah. you'll ever see. But, it, all right, so I can't find the original now. They've, they've, they've done like a gazillion remixes yeah. of it. And you type in orangutan driving uh, golf cart or whatever. And you can't find it with Dreams? I can't find the one with Dreams. That uh, is the best one by far. But it's, I mean, it's a total ripoff of the guy drinking the um, yeah. Yeah. ocean spray cranberry. Right, right. It is, it is. But, but I don't care. No, I agree. All right, anyhow. Um, we have movies opening oh. this weekend that we need to mention. Here we go. <laughs> Opening this weekend, Elvis finally hits the silver screen. That's right, man. It's a biography drama starring Austin Butler, Tom Hanks, Helen Thompson. The film explores the life and music of Elvis Presley, seen through the prism of his complicated relationship with his enigmatic manager, Colonel Tom Parker. And the story delves into the complex dynamic between Presley and Parker, spanning over 20 years. From Presley's rise to fame to his unprecedented stardom against a backdrop of the evolving cultural landscape and loss of innocence in America. Uh, Two hours and 39 minutes long. Pretty chunky time. Yeah, it's a big story. PG-13, wide theater release, Rotten Tomatoes. 81%. That's a good score. I'm a Baz Luhrmann fan, I have to say. A lot of people don't quite dig his approach. Like in the the Great Gatsby movie that he did, he uses some contemporary music and um, gets very creative with the camera. Some people think it's excessive, but I like like it. I like what he ends up with. Yep, absolutely. Uh, By the way, Rodney, we're going to check in with Brent when we're done with the, uh, we play the clips. We're not going to have to do it next. We're not going to kick. We're not going okay. to do it. We're not going to. Well. They had a problem with the monkey. All right. Stallone is our new engineer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Rodney and Stallone. All right. The the Black Phone also opens this weekend. It's a horror film starring Ethan Hawke, Mason uh, Thames, and Madeleine McGraw. I don't know if it's tha- uh, Thames or Thames, so that's why I said it that way. Uh, the plot is Finney, a shy but clever 13-year-old boy, is abducted by a sadistic killer and trapped in a soundproof basement where screaming is of little use. When a disconnected phone on the wall begins to ring, Finney discovers that he can hear the voices of the killer's previous victims, and they are dead set on making sure that what happened to them doesn't happen to Finney. Ooh. So this is the writer-director who did Sinister, which I love. I don't know that movie. Um, it's the uh, Ethan Hawke is in it as well. He plays a steel. Oh, yeah, he a finds steel. the films. Yes. In, in the house that, yes. they, that they move into, and yeah. it's from a serial killer, and right? And he's the evil guy in this now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's an hour and 42 minutes. Right That's an interesting concept where the, the haunted entities 
are the good guys. It's trying to help. Yeah. Okay. But wow. th- but they say that uh, Hawk's uh, performance is just sensational. He like. They're saying this is the creation of a new Freddy Krueger, a new wow, uh, okay. that 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 powerful. Rated R, wide theater release, Rotten Tomatoes, eighty-seven percent, so a big one. Okay. And then the last one is Marcel the Shell with shoes. <laughs> Comedy animation stars Jenny Slate. Rosa Salazar, Thomas Mann. Uh, Marcel is an adorable one-inch-tall shell uh, who ekes out a colorful existence with his grandmother Connie and their pet Lint. Their pet is actually Lint. Oh, my God. It's, this thing is adorable. Get, I swear, it, like, have fun with it because it, it's really cute. It's shown up in a whole bunch of different... Like, they spliced it into other animated movies. It's stop motion mixed with live yeah. action. It, it looks really great. And Jenny Slate is is uh, terrific as the voice. I, I highly recommend it. Once part of a sprawling community of shells, they now live alone as the sole survivors of a mysterious tragedy. But when a documentary filmmaker discovers them amongst the clutter of his Airbnb... The short film he posts online brings Marcel millions of passionate fans as well as unprecedented danger, unprecedented dangers and new hope at finding his long-lost family. Hour and a half long, rated PG, theater release, Rotten Tomatoes, 100%. There you go. Did you get to see it, Nick? Uh, no, no, I, oh. I, but I've seen the shorts before yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the trailer, and it looks really cute. I, want, uh, I definitely want to see this. No, absolutely. All right, uh, clips. Let's do the clips. Here we go. All right, we are going to start here. Kevin Hart plays a New York City man named Ted who ends up being confused as a hitman. Hit, excuse me, I was a burp. <laughs> as a hitman in the movie The Man from Toronto. And in this clip, he explains why people should not teddy things. All right, hit it, Jason. Uh, I would say the biggest thing you should not do is probably teddy things, which is the traditional uh, lapse in judgment um, and trial and error of making simple things just bad things. That's something that you should not do. Avoid avoid the simple problems. What the f***? Uh, the Man from Toronto can now be streamed on Netflix, and here's our next clip. After 10-plus years, Mike Judge returns to voice and create the new film Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. In this clip, he explains how the rock band Portugal the Man, along with the movie idea, convinced him to make the infamous characters return. Here we go. Clip. The band Portugal the Man asked me to do this thing to introduce them at Coachella, and I just gave it a try and listened back and thought, oh, this, I still sound like Beavis and Butthead. I'm, I don't know how many more years I have where my voice won't. Will still sound like that, and it's fun to do. And I, and and then that combined with having this particular idea seemed like it would just be fun to do. There you go. Again, That's, fun uh, twice. Ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Believe it or not, Preston. Uh, Beavis and Butthead yeah. do the universe can now be streamed on Paramount Plus. And by the way, I love Portugal the Man. They have an album that came out in 2017 called Woodstock. Listen to the whole album. It's great. As a matter of fact, we played a track on our show because it sounded like uh, uh, Manthe. Yo. Uh, and okay. You, yeah. And you did a really, really mm. funny riff on, like, Snortort. <laughs> That's where we got Snortort. Yeah. yeah. Snortort, Snortort. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need to do, and Nick had brought it up, um, going through our archive of sounds and drops and explain origins because I've forgotten half of them. All right, uh, with that wrap, I've been told that I think we're going to check in with Brent Porsche via the phone. We did, we were trying to get an engineering uh, microphone uh, set up, but uh, in lieu of that, we're at least going to uh, talk to Brent. So, uh, Jason, if you could pull him up, we will uh, see if we can get him live at Live Casino Philadelphia. Uh, hey, Brent Porsche, you there? Yes, sir. Good morning, hey. everybody. Hey. Nice to have you on, sir. And uh, this is our first uh, two-location blood drive and thank you for for being there to uh to cover the the, the coverage if you will yeah 
My pleasure. So so happy to be here. This is my second year coming down to here live casino. And if you're parking in the parking garage, uh, every level that you get off at the parking garage, you, it tells you that the blood drive is on level two. So we're inside the event center. So if this is your first time coming down to the live casino here in South Philadelphia, we got signs all over the place. So you have uh, an easy chance to find us. Do we have all sorts of cool shirts? I think you guys have outdone yourself this year with the Preston and Steve logoed uh, blood drive T-shirts. I'm wearing my uh, my Preston and Steve rock and roll T-shirt from a couple years ago that you guys did when we were over at the Fillmore. We also got the the tote bags courtesy of Window Nation. And while we're here at Live Casino, they're also giving us Live Casino Hotel coffee mugs while we're down here. Whoa, that's nice. We have uh, ever-fresh juices and waters and cookies and everything, and we get a handful of people that are waiting in line and ready to come in and donate blood for the I Bleed for Presidency blood drive. Brett, we've got munchkins over here, so that's that's our that's our perk, which is nice. But listen, uh, yeah, that's cool, and, and we're... Excuse me. We're just getting uh, started with the um, uh, uh, the donors coming in. I can see uh, that they're, right now there's no waiting because everybody is at their stations where they're giving their information and doing their screening and all that good stuff. So, uh, and this is our first time, you know, obviously doing the live broadcast. So it's kind of we, we got to see the setup and all. And uh, have you got uh, you got your your donors coming in? Because I think it started at seven for you guys as well, right, Brett? Yep, we have about six or seven people that have already gone through the, the sign-up process, and they're waiting for their their doc to come over and grab them and bring them over to the table, and I think that blood is going to be flowing soon. So, again, it's it's great because there's two locations, as you said, Preston, that wherever you're going, you have the opportunity to drop by. Now, obviously, you had to make the appointments in advance. Now the key is to make sure that if you did make the appointment, you get out and honor it. We'd really love to see you out at these locations. I know, Preston, we're going to go over after this and, and check out the uh, the other uh, location, and then we have to remind people Pierre's going to be here doing his show as well. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's going to go all day. Yeah. yeah, so we'll have, we'll have full-on coverage. It's cool. What time are you there till, Brent? I'm here till about 8 o'clock, and then I'll pass the baton over to King Dracula spelled backwards. Excellent. Oh, he'll be in his heyday with all that blood around, man. <laughs> He's great. Uh, <laughs> all right, Brent, we'll, we'll check back in with you before you are uh, done there for the day. So uh, thanks for the heads up, man. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. All right, Brent Poor. Yay! We got coverage all over the place. It's great. We're in the western uh, burbs, and we're in the city, and uh, we, uh, we're we doing we, what we can to, uh, you know, just really fill up those reserves uh, for the Red Cross. Here's the deal. In the year that we had the actual record breaker for the, uh, the largest donation, you were here in spirit, but not here physically. Yes. This time around, we, we adjusted a few things, so we didn't lose the people who left the area on the weekend. We tried to put everything in place. I think we have a good shot. Don't want to put any, you know, no. predictions, yeah. but I think we could do it. I feel a record year. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it. So, all right, anyhow, hopefully we're going to see you this morning. If you do come by, uh, we, we're, we've got our broadcast here. If you're one of our donors, then, uh, then uh, you'll pop in and, and see what we're doing. But uh, make sure you wave and, and say hello if you get a chance. And uh, we just love that this is happening today on a Friday yes. morning. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a moment with more from the I Bleed for Presidency Blood Drive. Uh, stay with us on this lovely Friday. Get the latest on the world's greatest rock and roll band, the Rolling Stones, on WMMR.com. Find out which deep tracks they've been playing on tour, why they had to postpone a few shows, and read our list of the Stones' live albums ranked. Click Rock News on WMMR.com. Thank you to everybody who has sent me the orangutan driving the golf cart to Fleetwood Mac, the, the original 
video. Actually, the original video without the music is kind of boring. Yeah. It's neat, but you add that to it, and then it makes it happen. I didn't see it. You haven't seen it? Uh, It's so great. It's wonderful. It's just one of those where you're like, okay, Uh, I'm going to spend a minute or two watching this because it'll do me good. Because the uh, orangutan looks so cash. Like, he's got his hand up, like, I mean, like like a person. Yeah, yeah. You ever see a person with, like, driving with their window down, their hands, like, kind of, like, out the window? Yeah, a little carefree. Yeah. Yeah. One hand on the steering wheel. Just getting where I'm going. That's all there is to it. Um, well, anyhow, thank you. I appreciate that because I will watch that uh, leading into the weekend. Um, so I saw this article that I thought was kind of interesting. And I wanted to pose this to you guys or at least uh, throw this out there for a chit-chat. I don't know if this will turn into the junk drawer or not. Or are you the chit-chatterer? I'm the chit-chatterer. Yes. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> uh, so uh, three. Well, I'm not sure. If it's no, he's not sure. Uh, he's not sure. He's conflicted. We'll see what this He's goes. a conflictor. So anyhow, <laughs> this is about uh, something to think about after you have an argument with your significant other. Three percent of 1,000 serious couples surveyed in a new YouGov poll said that they never argue. Three percent of couples. But at the other end, 8% said they argue every day. No. Ooh. It's no way to live. Yeah. Uh, the biggest percentage was 16%, and it was a tie between those who say they argue multiple times a year and those who argue once a year or less. All right. So um, on average, um, in a given week, how many times do you argue with Rochelle? Uh, in a week? Probably none. Same with me. You know what I mean? It's a rarity. Yeah, it would have to really... like. I like, never argue with Rochelle. Like, I would call it argument. <laughs> I've <laughs> never gotten in an argument with Rochelle, yeah. and Ever. that's why we belong together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, as far as like what, what I would call an argument. Right. Now, there are things that... Oh, damn, she pissed me off. She right. This, whatever. Why did you put this in the sink is not an argument. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. When, when a full-blown argument, man... Maybe, you got to go OJ. Maybe I mean, what do you argue over? Something like that. What's that? I mean, what what do you argue over? Like it, at this to, point? Yeah, I mean, what I mean, just in general, his right? Gr- like, his girlfriend. Uh, no, it's <laughs> yeah. the same three things all the time. Arguments are are money, uh, sex, or children. Yeah, right. I think right. I'm like, on the, and the on child the whole, you had with the hook. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> she right? was expensive, yeah. and now the bank account is empty. And, no, and yeah. this kid yeah. who I don't, I don't, he doesn't look anything like me. I can't even pass him off. Well, that knocks I mean, out all three of them. You get yeah. mad about the money you have to pay for the kid that you have you a hooker that you had sex with. She paid the hooker and didn't wear a condom. Yeah. I mean, just generally speaking, like there are indications early on in a relationship that this is going this is how it's going to be right so like uh i, I just i remember dating somebody who and i really you know it was a, a it was a really a good person you know so i'm not trying to like uh knock the human being but you weren't meant to be together we she just sort of felt like it was her right to always be like mad at me do you know I, what i mean no, like, i completely know because and i had we've had this yep. discussion where i People who are, I'm just busting chops. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, no, I don't, that's not something I enjoy. I don't enjoy that contention. Right. And so Claire and I rarely ever, if, if it's something, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. But we've also gotten better at like, we'll break, go to our corners yeah. and we'll revisit this. Yeah. My wife and I, when we don't, heads prevail. we don't argue. Like we, we, we really don't. I'm not just saying this for, but like, we don't argue. Now we have gotten in fights. We, this fight. you know, well, I don't, I put my hands down <laughs> and she punches and she punches me and that's, that's not fine. Do you get into, no. you don't get into like, um, the last argument right. or fight that we got into was 
over Game of Thrones? Two Novembers ago. Okay. Over what? Do you remember? If I may, if I may, I was dishonest. Okay. I was dishonest. I got caught in a lie. All right. Uh, and you know, and it was just simple, you know, and I got caught in a lie, and uh, and I, I just I had to pay the piper, you yeah. know, and like. It was as simple as that, and then I used it as a as a teaching moment for my children because they knew that my my wife was mad at me, and I say, guys, I lied to your mom. I have not been to Skylab. No, <laughs> no I've never been. No, but <laughs> uh, it, and it's funny, if I may, uh, that uh, how how the arguments change during the um, uh, or can change. I can only go from my own experience. Yeah, uh, the evolution of the. Of the relationship, because when Rochelle and I were in the early days of our relationship, I remember one of the biggest arguments we got in is we our first apartment we lived in together, and so we would keep uh, the uh, the cookie sheets, the pans, <laughs> in the oven itself. Okay, so that was yeah, the storing yeah. space for oh, them. Oh, I remember this. And thing. I had the habit of turning on the oven <laughs> without right. looking in there first and taking the pans out, and the oven would heat up. And I remember one time she said to me, "This is the, like the worst curse she's ever thrown at me." She looked at me and she goes how effing stupid are you <laughs> and i'm like i'm like i didn't ruin them they're made to be <laughs> put in the oven they're not gonna right. get hurt and uh-huh. it was a screaming match back and forth how, and how, and it was in hindsight it's hilarious to right think. we got right that in the mad. moment how long did it last Oh, I it, we were pissed at each other for a couple of days, you know. I mean, it was oh ice storm. I love walking into an ice storm, <laughs> and that's that's uh, and we 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 have had some champion runs, Claire and I, in in, in the early years on long, yeah. like like we're just basically ships that pass the night. Yeah. However, we got past that. The big question you think about the stupidity of those early fights. This was an early one. I always got nervous putting on parties or gatherings because I'm like, my thing is, what if people don't have a good time? Right. What I didn't realize is if you provide booze and food, you're good to go. (laughs) And so Claire knows this. And and she's, of course, smart. And I'm a moron. (laughs) And so we got into a big thing. Now now it's routinely we will throw these big get-togethers. We got it now. And And it's like I feel like such an idiot. But in those moments... You know those things get away from you, and uh, but but those are few and far between. Not right. these every other day or multiple times a day. Yep. Preston has Rochelle since learned that that's not where you keep the cookie sheets. Uh, yeah. Well, in, in her defense, it was in an apartment, and we didn't have much storage okay. space for yeah. stuff in the in the, uh, uh, in the kitchen. So, as far as what people argue about, and Nick had named a couple of these things, the top thing named actually. Was tone of voice or attitude? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. And so, and yeah. wait, and, wait, go ahead. No, why well, I was going to say, I'm like, that's why, like, we, like, this is the indications early on in a relationship. It's like, you know, like, dude, I'm sorry, don't talk to me like that. Yeah, I won't talk that. to you. I won't talk to you like that, and you don't talk to me like that. What's, and if anybody talks to you in a, in a, in a tone or, or or a way that that you don't like, then either tell them never again or. Go find another relationship with somebody else who's going to treat you right. What you need to learn is the way people process things. Mm-hmm. I would say, I do, like Preston, it would be like this. I put the cookie trays in the oven. Huh. Uh, you'd say it at that tone. <laughs> yeah. right? Claire would hear that as yelling. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, in other words, and her truth is her truth. So, the onus was on me to be 
sweetheart, mm-hmm. to, to bring it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so because it, it, it doesn't matter the way I hear it. It's the way she's receiving it. And so once I got cool with that, I realized what I consider yelling Yelling, I know, I know. Uh, the same uh, way. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard people recount, right, right, right. And in, in, in somewhere where I've been, and I've seen the exchange, they goes, "Well, they started yelling at me." Yeah, like, yeah. Mm, I didn't hear anyone yelling. But um, if Claire's hearing yelling, that's yeah. all I need to know. There, so I, there's I, an old there's an old therapy saying is it's how it lands on you. That's it. And and Steve, you're non yelling, which is in your tone. If you had said thing something like that to me, I wouldn't have perceived it right. as yelling. But like Claire did, because that's how it landed on her. And Casey, you and I have talked about this many times. But it's it's often not what you say, but it's how you how say, you say it. it. You know, and so if you say something in a tone where somebody interprets it that way and that's how it lands on them, that's how it lands on them. Do you know what also one of the, the absolute big things is, it's, and it seems, we've all done, I think we've all done therapy at some point, right? You talk to a therapist, it, it's a good thing to do, especially because yep. you a third opinion, is also um, the question, asking questions can be, <laughs> can cause issues. Yeah. And I've learned that. Like, in other words, instead of ask support, and don't interrogate. So, you know, it's funny, Steve, because I've heard, I've heard you talk about that. It's not like, all right, you can ask a question, but you're asking it the wrong way. So right. I will, you know, so like when it comes to, let's say, uh, if the dogs have been fed. Right. I'm like, okay, I need to ask a question, not in an accusatory manner. Should I right? feed the dogs? Should I feed the dogs? Yeah. And I will catch myself asking a question uh, a, a, a way that I'm like, oh, this might sound argumentative, you know? And I'm like, yeah. And that's not how I mean it. I just need to know if I should go get the dog food right now. Not telling you, hey. Should I expect a handy? <laughs> right. But it, it also right. depends on the tone. Because if it goes, oh, should I feed the dog? He's like a good guy. Preston, there's a text that came in, and I think it sums it up pretty well. It just says, it's always the woman's fault. Oh. And I think it's okay. It's fairly accurate. Kathy, you can agree. But what what if it's a male-male relationship? Still the woman. Still Whoever the submissive. Still Kathy's fault. All right. So besides the tone of voice or attitude being the number one thing that people argue about, second was money. And Nick had mentioned that. 28% after that, though, said... Uh, I'm sorry, 26% uh, communication styles. That's yeah. Un- yeah. It's unbelievably yeah. critical. And and you know what? Don't die on that hill or that battle. Uh, you, you know, thinking about the way you communicate, you can get past so much if you... Ju- and it's not... You're not jumping through hoops. Yeah. You just have to realize, has anything ever caught you weird yeah. where someone did not have the intention of hurting your feelings at all? Realize you can do it as well to other people. Yeah, my buddy just texted me. He goes, my wife says I'm not allowed to talk to her in my teacher voice. <laughs> uh, oh, I've used... Uh, I've said that. <laughs> re- Stop talking to me like I'm one of your students. Oh, oh really? really? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what always really goes over well is when you tell somebody to calm down. Yeah. Or ask them if they're on their period. <laughs> what are you on the rag? No, the best is I think you owe me an apology. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Should I be expecting an apology? Uh, so the rest of the top 10, as far as arguments, uh, subjects were household chores. That's definitely one that has crept into my world. Would you say you're in a groove now? Do you, do you, you, you said, you seem to indicate there's a clear delineation on who's handling what. Yeah. Yeah. All we, right. We have an idea. Yeah, likewise with me. Yep. Uh, relationships with immediate and extended family is also a big, uh, uh, rub. You know what? We are blessed. Um, my, my, um, 
my dad lives in Dallas and my mom passed away and there's our family's all scattered. So Claire, Claire gets along with everybody, but her family's wonderful. So we don't we don't have any issues like that. I don't think you're blessed because they live far away. Well, I would <laughs> no. They actually they, we see them all the time, which and they're they're great. So I get along with them. In fact, Clary's jokes they like me more than her. Mm-hmm. But um, the. Uh, it, when you're in a situation where you're bound by a family that you don't get along with, or in-laws, that classic in-law, mother-in-law dynamic, I, I assume that's got to be a nightmare. But you're, her family's in New York, right? Yes. Okay, so... To, They're not on the to, same block. To Kathy and Nick, though, that's far away. Or oh, Kathy okay. And, and, uh, and Casey. Uh, Casey. Yeah, me as well. Uh, and you as One well. Dick, yeah. And, and Marissa, too. Like, My, like, mine are far as ways to, as well, and Rochelle and I love that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, love when it. they can't just stop over. Yes. Right. No, like, I that, see that. That means and, and far away. You into whatever family drama. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> My mom does the stop by. Uh, and unannounced? The unannounced stop by. Oh, really? I love my mother more than anything. But, oh, man. Well, you know, I don't love her more than anything. I probably love a few other things more than I love her. But I love my mom a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, man, that, that, and so I, but it's one of those things where, Steve, you talk about communication. I had to say, say to my mom at one point, hey, uh, just text, call yeah. in advance. And she accepted it, but it took a little bit of communication, you know? Yeah. And then don't ever answer those texts. <laughs> See, no. I, I guess I just don't have the uh, unannounced stop by that she lives with you no yeah no no I, i'm not talking about uh my Your unannounced stop by is a broom handle on the floor but it doesn't the the idea of it doesn't bother me at all like when i hear about it and, and hear about people complaining about it i, I just for some reason it just the thought of it does what if it was diane's family I don't think it would bother no? me. Okay. No, no, that's fine. It doesn't yeah. have to be the, the case. It, it, to me, I always think on a general level, you you don't you, in any situation you don't just stop by. I would never go yeah. and just stop by someone's house. I would either call or say, "Would you want to get together or whatever?" I I hate it. Yeah. I hate when I'm sitting there <laughs> with you know my pudding and uh, <laughs> someone comes to the fr- I'm like, "What do you want?" And I, I'm always pleasant. But I, you know, even somebody, the the occurrence of the door to door salesman has diminished dramatically. So the people we get coming to the door are either gelling, asking us if we want to change our energy, our electricity supplier, or a water project, or something like that, or a candidate. And by the way, if you are that person, and I'm looking at you through the window uh, next to my <laughs> yeah. door, and I'm giving you the no. Walk the freak away, okay? Oh, I, I don't I even go to the door. Like, with the cat oh, I have to. Stuff, I, my dogs. I, I have to. I will I go. go. Kathy, I go. I, I, I and I always, I'll always say this. I appreciate what you're doing and, and so on and so forth. We're not interested. The ones that keep tenaciously hanging on, that's when I have to do a throat pump. By the way, okay, this is a side t- yeah. topic, but I want to head down this path for a second because we get them all the time. And it's either it's either your uh, your cable or internet service right. or uh, uh, um, uh, exterminators uh, oh. you know, and stuff like that or lawn. Uh, tree care. service, I yeah, guess. Tree, so, but I, I almost always get the same routine. Open the door. Hey, how are you? Wow, great house. By yeah. The way. Oh, yeah. A, like they do they don't they always start with how beautiful your house is. I bet you have a huge penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it. I can yeah. see that bulge yeah, yeah, yeah. from here. Congratulations. Oh my God, that that looks like a handful. Well, anyway, would you like some exterminating service? Yes. <laughs> you know what I like though, it's because I really don't uh, answer the door it, when they leave a note. The ones that look like it's handwritten, but it's not. It's just. Oh, written. dude. But I, I like those. From... I appreciate that. I'm like, you know what? Me to look. I suckered. I got one from Jehovah. Was witness in the mail. My wife said, like, "You got a a letter," and it was almost like, "Who's sending you a letter?" And I was like, "I don't know who's sending me a letter." And then I open up the letter, and it's freaking Jehovah's Witness. Dear Casey, have a great time burning in hell. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. So, Kathy, you will, when you'll see them at, uh, at the, the, you hear the doorbell, you go, you see them, you just don't answer. I do. I can hear, I look on my phone on the uh, Ring apps. There you I, go. I don't even go to the door for them to see that I'm home. There's cars in the driveway. I'm sure they know I'm there. But no, if I don't know the person, oh, I'm not opening the door. And but, I guess now with the Ring doorbell, it's since, you're, since you've got that insulator, you can just go, you can, because you can talk to them, yeah. right? Go, no, get out of here. No, thank you. You could. No. You know what you Leave. should be able to do? You should be able to do sound effects through that and like a shotgun rack like a <laughs> <laughs> uh, like home when they when they see you looking through the window and you don't open the door or at least acknowledge I have to sh- me I, I I always proceed and listen you guys are all right with what you're doing I always proceed someone's paying them to do this thing they probably are they're probably getting doors slammed in their face all the time all the time so I try to be pleasant I am pleasant yeah yeah but I'm also holding back two rabid dogs <laughs> Did you see the video th- yeah, that yeah, I put yeah. on, on my my dog will jump all the way up where his head is at the top of the door jam. Yeah, so I got him point on- to them and go I, the dogs. I can't. Sorry. Right? Well, they shouldn't. I shouldn't have to. Well, right? dude, like a Mister Burns, unleash the house. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do. I do. Uh, there's one thing I, I will throw around the radio thing just a little bit because yeah. if if they they say hey we're you know with an exterminator company or whatever I say. I, I go, look, I got a deal. I got a price that you can't beat. Yeah. I go. I do that, too. I get it for yeah. free. Yeah. And yeah. they just go, oh, okay. And then they leave, and that's it. Listen, that's all I'm to a it. major broadcaster <laughs> and kind of a superstar. <laughs> My time is very valuable. You'd be wise to leave me alone. I have pudding to finish. Uh, but, but I'm I a do, Hall of Famer. I, I, I do not. Uh, I, I don't appreciate that they're coming to my home to sell me something unsolicited. I just, I'm, I'm like, no. This I is, hear you. This is where I go to get away from that. Yep. So leave, please. And I, I'm, I'm kind. We have it. these like, digital. I, I, I don't. No, no. You're not hearing me. I don't yeah. want you. Well, when they when they won't talk take about no, it. yeah, for an answer when you've tried to every which way to be. But that again, that's the rarity. And again, back to the original point: when relatives come over, you can't use that. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not interested. But <laughs> it's know? awkward when your mother-in-law comes over. I'm not interested. <laughs> it's <laughs> awkward. A little awkward now too. I think if like a door-to-door salesman comes, like it's, it's happening less and less. They are still out there, like you said, the lawn service, tree service. But to me, it's just it's awkward now. How come there are no door-to-door salesmen that sell doors? Right. Like, it, it is, there are. Are there? Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah, because like you know, window siding doors, like all that. Yeah, I guess. And so. generally, like uh, when somebody is having work done in the neighborhood. They'll send people around. Hey, uh, you know, oh, probably yeah. notice your your neighbor down the street. Your uh, your, your neighbor's getting a hysterectomy. Uh, and <laughs> right. we, uh... I told you guys about the time a kid came by and he was he was probably in junior high or whatever middle school, and <clears throat> was selling magazine subscriptions to something. This is back when yeah, yeah. that was more prominent. A big thing, yeah, and uh, I go I go no thanks, and he goes. Really? Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, oh. yeah really. <laughs> when I was your age, I was selling drugs. Yes, yeah. come on. Yeah. Well, you know what I was thinking about yesterday was when uh, when we had Art Alexakis in, and he, he talked about having MS. Like, we used to do the MS readathon every single yeah. year. And, yeah. so, and there were so many times during the school year that we had some sort of fundraising. I went all through my neighborhood, and I never see any of that anymore. No. And, and it's, it's probably a... Listen, probably because it's digital safety. now. Also, you know? you're sending kids out, and you don't know what the hell's out there. I, you know, but yeah. on a safety sake, it's probably better that that's the case. But Dude. again, going to the original point, you can't 
you can't ignore your relatives on the ring doorbell. No. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so other things yeah. that uh, relationships that people yeah. get in arguments about uh, regularly, according to this article, uh, besides the extended family stopping by, uh, amount of quality time spent together, 17%. Uh, life decisions, uh, yeah. uh, 15%. I mean, that's big. And health or lifestyle decisions as well. I think that all is in one big stew of yeah. big decisions. Yep, I kind of... <laughs> decisions. Decisions. Uh, no, I kind of uh, agree with you on that. But, uh, yeah, like health and lifestyle decisions, especially if you... Now, uh, so there's a... That you can take that to an extreme, like in the movie uh, 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 This Is 40, yeah. where he just, all he wants to do is have some donuts, he wants to indulge a little bit, and a the muffin. wife is, yeah. is completely changing their entire, she has taken it upon herself to change the diet of Everything. the entire family, Yeah, and uh, that can be a bit much if somebody tries to uh, control what everybody in the family is going to be eating, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you know, that's also a blessing, too, since we, we, we've we always, since we've known each other, have always exercised and endeavored. We both, if it's something one is doing, the other one's kind of doing it, too. Yeah, so that we, way, too. If, if we make a change, it's, it's easier. We get it, yep. yeah. Preston, can we go back to the chores real quick? Because I have yeah. a question for you, and it's a burn in my memory. The, the one time you posted on Instagram where the trash just kept getting more and more oh, filled. Yeah. Yes. And, but I forget... How that endeavor ended for your family? I ended up having to give a mild hint to the, for them to take it out. It got so bad, and I was just going to wait, let it wait, see how bad this gets before somebody would actually take the initiative to take the trash. Where was his trash? Kit? It was in the kitchen. In the kitchen. It was just overflowing beyond all reason. Ended up on the, the, the counter. Yeah. Uh-huh. People just threw stuff on the floor. And you made an experiment out of it. Yes, and yeah. I, started, I documented I was taking pictures of it every day, <laughs> and it got so bad that I was just like, I wonder why. I keep taking pictures of this, you know, or something like yeah. that. And they eventually took it out. But I mean, like, just failure, complete I just, failure. I see that, and it makes me feel so much better about the situation in my household. And it's and it's straight out of the uh, the Simpsons. There was a, a Simpsons uh, episode where the trash was piling up, piling up, piling up, and then it was almost like a like Jenga. You know, whoever <laughs> put it on the top, and if it fell, that person then had to take the trash out. But to me, I'm like. At a certain point, like, why doesn't anybody, myself included, take it upon themselves to just push the trash down, you know, take the trash bag out, throw it away, and then, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you know? Yep. Uh, it, it's everywhere. It's not just you. Except in Kathy's house. But I cannot relate. I swear I can't relate to this. Like, and maybe it's because there's less people. Like, I don't know, but it's just. That's my situation. It's, well, how There's only that, two people in the house. I've got to do it. Well, either that or it's your hardcore training. You, you yeah. Right. Whip I whip them yep. if they don't. What's your name? But how far does the trash have to get up for you guys to well, mine's a deem it? Mine's in a drawer. You can't even see it. So right. um, it gets pushed in. So so at some point, you're not going to be able to close I, the I, I cannot stand the recyclable. And I bought an extra large recyclable bin. I can't stand when it's... I, I, if I can see it up yeah. towards the top, I immediately go out and throw it out. Because like, mine's in a drawer as well. And I think the rule should be that if you go to roll the, the trash can back in... And something falls. And, or something hits the top of the thing. You're up. You're up. It's your turn. Yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. There you go. That is indicated that it is now your turn. If it turn. doesn't smoothly go back in, yeah. 
Yep. You gotta take the. Trash I should go into out. people's homes and train them. Yeah, I could do that if you, you want. You could start home. a service. I you could. could definitely start a service. Well, anyhow, that's one of the big ones. That's that's one of the uh, uh, in the top ten as far as arguments in the household. Goal. Yeah, no, I, this all this all makes sense. This yep. list, I, you could combine a few of those sub subjects, but I think it's all pretty accurate. Yep. So interesting, worth uh, chit chatting about. You know what? Chit chatterer. Like people change their lifestyles. People can learn to be charitable, like today. Yes, exactly. And Here they are. I bet you these people don't fight with their significant <laughs> other. The yeah. I bleed uh, for presidency blood drive, and we've got people in the recovery area who are having their juice, and they're having their cookies, and they're getting revitalized and getting ready to get back out into the world. Uh, there's a young lady sitting over there. There's no way you're donating blood, no, are you? Man. I didn't think so. <laughs> no. How old are you? Hold up your hands. How, how old are you? You're 10 years old. 10? Okay. Ten. Thank you for being here. Is your mom or dad here or something like that? There you go. There there's you your go. dad right over there. Or your mom? Okay. All right, very good. Well, thank you for being here, for your support. Bring your kids for their support. Teach them how to be generous and, and, and to give. Yeah, so we've got uh, we got spaces filling up. I see, uh, looking right down the row from where we are, I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, just sitting right there, eight people lying on uh, tables, donating. It's starting to fill up, so By the way, I love seeing this. Massive kudos. They, you don't believe the amount, you can't believe, I should say, the amount of phlebotomists, right, yeah. I, that they're bringing in, the amount of people that have to come, yeah. work extra hours to be a part of this, but but everyone contributes, and they're always so pleasant and so cool in processing people through. And, you know, let's see what we can do today. Yeah, two separate locations. We are here at the Expo Center at Oaks, and we are also at uh, Live Casino. Steve and I are stopping by there after this today. Yes, yeah. When we're done doing the show. But uh, on the scene now is Brent Porsche, who we will check in with in a little bit. And then Jackie Bam Bam is going to be there. Excellent. The vampire in a, in a perfect place for it. Um, oh, we're going to check in with him now, Case? Uh, I think well, let's do it in the next segment. Is that okay? Sure. All right, so we'll take a break. We'll come back with a bizarre file, and we'll see how Brent is doing. Uh, so stay with us, and we appreciate you being a part of the I Believe for President Steve Blood Drive. We'll be back in a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, before we go to the Bizarre File, we're going to check in at Live Casino uh, one more time with Brent Porsche, who is about to call it a day. He got there early this morning and has uh, been for the uh, been there for the uh, beginning of this. So we're going to have a series of the MMR staff members working their way through both locations. Brent there, then Jackie Bam Bam, then Sarah Parker. Here, when we're done with our show, Pierre Robert will be doing his live show. So Pierre's done his, he did once on the weekend, came in maybe twice, and did a live shift. Uh, he's going to be doing his regular shift here, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. So let's check in now. Brent Porsche, hey, man, how you doing? Good morning, you guys. It's Brent Porsche and Jackie Bambi. Oh, oh two of you together. There's a of blood over here. I would not miss this for the world. <laughs> nice. All right, uh, tell me, Brent, could you hear, uh, Pierre, uh, could you hear uh, Jackie jingling as he came walking into uh, uh, to the facility? 
I was kind of expecting him screaming coming up the escalator as he was coming into the hallway here. And I did hear him. He's got his big mummer's hat on, so you can't miss him. But I figured he would be a whole lot louder coming into the event we, center here. We got to get, get Jackie next year to dress as Florence Nightingale. Oh, my Wouldn't God. Wouldn't that be perfect? That would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're right. As a nurse for yeah. this event, that'd be excellent. Uh, so, Brent, how are things going as far as, uh, you know, people moving in and out this morning? I got to tell you, every single table is full right now. We got a line of people. They're waiting. They're, they're moving them in and they're moving them out. They're moving them over to the table. They're enjoying their their cookies and their goodies, and of course, the free T-shirts and the and the tote bag. Thanks to Window Nation and the the mugs that they're giving us here at Live Casino. So everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy to be here. They're excited to start the weekend. And they're getting some free stuff while they're doing it for a good cause as well. So and, and we're, in, ha- we're having a great time down here. Keep in mind, there's stuff to do for those who uh, come to either location because you're there at Live Casino. You can go down, play some blackjack, yes. that, whatever, when you're done. Uh, here, right next to where we are at the Expo Center, is this too many games convention that's going it's on. It's huge. Video it's a, games, everything. Yeah, it's a gamers convention. So, you know, if you want to make a, a day out of it, you can do that. And Kathy said she's going to play craps later on. So that's... <laughs> That's a, that's a sight to be Yeah, old, yeah. When she runs one of those games, it's great. Excellent. Um, all right, well, uh, Brent, what are you getting into this weekend, buddy? Uh, I'll be at Pussifer tonight at the Met. I'm going to be working 3 to 7 tomorrow afternoon, and then I'm heading to the stadium tour at Pierce Good Citizen Bank Park with my partner in crime, Jackie Bam Bam. Oh, wow. You guys are all over the place, as always. We're going to talk to Brett Michaels a little bit later on, actually in about a half yeah. hour, mm-hmm. uh, about the, the show tomorrow night, which should be cool. But listen, Brett, thank you so much for doing that, for being down there, man. We, we appreciate uh, the support. Jackie Tag, you're it. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm ready to go. All right. Awesome. All right, Jackie, we'll check in with you uh, a little bit later on just to get an update on how things are going. But thank you, Brent. We'll uh, we'll, t- we'll take it from here. But uh, we appreciate you guys being there. So there you go. Gotcha. Jackie Bam Bam, Brent Porsche, <laughs> doing what they're doing. I love uh, Jackie. We need to do the Bizarre File. I want to do this now so we can stay on time for uh, our guest, which is coming out in the next segment. So, Jason, if you would, please. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by Sequoia Outback. Save on decking, railing, grills, and patio furniture during Sequoia's annual 4th of July sale. It's going on now on Route 309 in Hatfield or at decksupplies.com. Where do we begin? All right, I've never seen this before. A California woman was surprised to find two bears had been fighting in her garage after checking her home security camera. It's insane footage. So they broke out in a brawl inside of her garage. It's the way you talk to (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, What you say. It's not what you say. I felt you were yelling at me. Uh, Lisa Quick of South Lake Tahoe said that she awoke to the sound of growling. Her security camera captured two bears charging at one another from opposite ends of her garage. Oh, Oh, man. I mean, they are wailing on each other. Yeah, she said the bears often visit her property, but it's unclear from the video how exactly the animals made it into that space. Uh, A couple who thought that they were helping a scared kitten actually took in a wild bobcat. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
True Rescue, an animal rescue organization in Tennessee, said that the couple had rushed to its door saying that a kitten had run up on its back deck and needed an emergency placement. Rescuers said that they knew immediately the animal was not a domestic cat, but a bobcat. You've had about three or four stories like this where people make that mistake, whether it be a bear and a dog. It's crazy. Yeah. Rescuers said that the kitten's larger head, huge paws and claws, and its fur, along with funny growling noises it made, were key indicators that this animal was no domestic kitten. Years ago, my neighbor, uh, we were kids, but he thought what he... He found what he thought was a puppy. It was a killer whale present. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was a killer whale. It's an innocent yeah. mistake. Was it Pacific Northwest? It was a Pacific Northwest killer whale. Uh, after an exam, the bobcat was taken to the Walden's Puddle, a wildlife rescue organization. Uh, True Rescue said that under normal circumstances, people should not remove baby wildlife from its environment. No. And bobcats are the most common and widely uh, distributed wildcat in North America. Well, this is pretty messed up. Playing siblings or dating just got a whole lot more complicated for one couple who recently found out that they may share the same father. Uh. Although it's interesting. They're both girls. Carly and Mercedes, who have been dating for two years, reveal they might be half-siblings after finding out their mothers had relations with the same man. So I'm judging by the name that they're strippers. Uh, no, no, I don't think so. But uh, the pair, who also have an OnlyFans account uh, with the handle Not Your Average Sisters, uh, shared the unsettling news in a clip that has been viewed over six million times on TikTok, uh, leaving their followers desperately urging them to get DNA testing. And the message, uh, uh, the message on TikTok said, when you find out two years into dating, that your moms both slept with the same guy. That's the captain. Then they asked, should they take a DNA test? A lot of people are saying they should. But it's interesting because, you know, the the, the concern about family members right. is inbreeding. Right. The things that but come this, with that. this would not affect them. I guess not, right? Uh, yes. Uh, and it makes, for, I know, I makes know. for a heck of an OnlyFans page. It does. Wow. Uh, Austin Harif, a 25-year-old man awaiting trial for the two murders and attempted murder that he committed when he was a college student, will likely be able to use an insanity plea. So when I tell you this story, you'll remember this. Okay. okay. In August 2016, Harif was in a restaurant with his father. He left the table, the building, and maybe his right mind as he ran into a nearby neighborhood and attacked John and Michelle Stevens in their garage with a machete. Oh, I know this story. Then he attacked a neighbor who was trying to intervene. When police arrived on the scene, he was eating the face of John Stevens. This was a a bath salt thing, wasn't it? That's what we thought. Additionally, he had stripped naked and drank several products that he found in the garage. Investigators did not find drugs in his system. Oh, man. But in two hearings earlier this week, one of the central questions was, was he experiencing a psychosis from withdrawal from drugs that he had been on over the years? Uh, The hearing had been called by the defense, and attorneys from both sides were questioning the experts, consulted, and their conclusions. Austin's mental state at the time of the murders will be a key sticking point when the case proceeds to a non-jury trial in November. So when he was eating this guy's face, is it possible he was just what they call hangry? Oh, I don't know if they considered the hangry defense or not. But he left dinner to go do that. I know, right? He may not have liked what was being served. Okay. Yeah. A woman in California was killed by a lightning strike this week while walking on a trail during a thunderstorm. Antonio Mendoza Chavez had reportedly been taking her two dogs for an early morning walk on Wednesday morning 
on one of the trails near her home, about 11 miles southeast of downtown L.A. It was around 8.50 a.m. Authorities say that, uh, and paramedics were called to the path where they found the bodies of the 52-year-old and her pets. Both of the dogs had deceased from an apparent lightning strike. Jeez. Uh, The detective said that we don't see this kind of death resulting from lightning. It's very rare here in this area. Even though thunderstorms were moving through Southern California on Wednesday morning, surveillance video from a Nest camera installed at Chavez's landlord showed the 52-year-old leaving the house with her two dogs uh, for a trail walk. She walked the trail surrounded by trees and metal fences every morning, but her routine became deadly when she found herself in a flat open area in the middle of a thunderstorm that caught her by surprise. She was struck by lightning. Uh, so I've, over the years of hiking, I've, I've gotten caught in a few lightning storms, and you do the best you can, but you're, you're kind of at the mercy of you right. know, your environment. Uh, but it's interesting because in a... In a thunderstorm, uh, so I've heard two things. You don't want to stand near a tall object like a tree or something like right. that, right? You want to climb to the top of radio towers. No, but you also don't want to be in an open field either because you're the tallest object. Well, at they, that say point. You, you, they say you're supposed to get as low as you can. However, if it's been raining and lightning hits the ground, it will conduct through the water. You're screwed. You're screwed. Yeah, yeah. Get inside. Yeah. Just don't be outside. That's, uh, I guess, the the rule of thumb here. What's wrong with you? I saw a video earlier, and the the theme was uh, thunder only happens when it's raining. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Was there the orangutan? There was, yeah. 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 Okay. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. So, oh, and here we are, just cruising down the... uh, By the way, thunder doesn't always happen. I know. It's it's a fallacy of that song. Yeah, uh, what the hell? Come on, Fleetwood Mac, do better. Well, thunder happens when it's lightning. But not necessarily when it's raining. Well, that, they don't say it's with lightning. They yeah. say rain. Yeah. All right. Um, you know what we didn't do? We didn't celebrate Friday with Froggy. Hit it, Jason. This is, it's official now. birthday the other day. I think was it? A post on oh, social nice. media about that, and I think they're going to be joining us next week in the studio. Yeah, I was going to say, are they going to play? I'm not sure. Oh, Casey's nodding yes, maybe? Well, I think, um, well, Marissa, no, 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 they're not playing. I think, um... They're that... bringing by some music for us. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, it's we'll just, just oh, leave it okay, we'll leave it at that. Oh, Very excited. Okay, yeah, All right, so love them. That will be next week. All right, listen, we need to take a break. We're at the I Bleed for Presidency Blood Drive at the Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. Uh, when we come back, I believe Brett Michaels will be joining us. Yes. He's in town for the stadium tour tomorrow, so make sure you hang in there. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, friend, did you receive our Camp Out for Hunger save the date? I mean, we made a big announcement, and then we put it right there on the website for you. Well, just in case you missed it, Preston and Steve's 25th Camp Out for Hunger is set November 7th through the 11th, 2022. And hey, it's never too early to start collecting. You can find the list of Phil Abundance's most requested items, plus all of the outrageous photo galleries and videos of our guests from over the years at WMMR.com slash campout. 
Thank you to our friends at uh, Duncan for supplying us with some uh, wonderful uh, refreshments here today. And I realize, you know, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Oh, you bet your ass. And since we're at a live event today, if there's anyone that stops by and your name is Duncan, we can lay you on the floor and we could run on them. And the President Steve Show would actually run on I'm Duncan. Duncan. I'll do that. If that were the that. case, maybe we could do that I live I mean, we today. performed all we, the miracle munchkin catch this morning. Yeah. It was pretty yeah, badass. Yeah, yeah. That was great. Yep. So, uh, and by the way, we got video of that. Our friends at Newman University filmed that. <laughs> uh, we're streaming this live if you want to watch us as we are here at the Expo Center at Oaks. Uh, and we have Jackie Bam Bam, who is at uh, Live Casino in Philadelphia. We're checking him a little bit. And uh, Nick is actually, excuse me. He's getting, getting prepped. He's getting registered. He is, we're going to try to do a... Live blood donation on the air. It's kind of hard for us to be able to do it, Steve and I, uh, because of the time that it takes to uh, go through the questionnaires and all that thing. We're usually uh, first, but the, we couldn't. The iron testing and all that. So we're not going to be able to do that. I would like to have done that live in the air. We're not going to be able to facilitate that uh, as of just yet. And we're going to talk to Brett Michaels in a few. But first, uh, let's talk to somebody who came walking by in an old school, yeah. I believe, for Preston and Steve shirt. That maybe is that the first shirt? Is that might be? Is that 2007? Uh. Yes. 2007. 2007. All right, first yeah. of all, let's meet you. What is your name? Pat. Hi, Pat. How you doing? Wonderful. It is great to see you. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Yeah. You, how, do, any idea how many years you've had that shirt? <laughs> it's 2007. It, so it is 2007. Yes. 2007. But your first was 2006. I okay. missed that one. She knows better than she knows. <laughs> not only that, <laughs> she's a double red. She, she, uh, she's like a, she's like a Babe Ruth level blood giver. Did you do double red today? Yes. Sir. Is that one? Is that the one that takes longer? Yes. Okay. So like a couple of hours? No. Oh, okay. No. I know there are some that they uh, that that if you if you have the time they'll like even give you a movie to watch. That's a heart transplant. Oh, if yeah, you yeah, come yeah, in for yeah, a heart yeah. transplant, that ends up happening. Uh, Pat, do you usually double red? Is what you usually do? Yes, that's cool. Do you have a tally of how many you know pints or gallons over the years you keep track of that stuff? No. I got a buddy of mine who's in like the ten gallon club. Oh, I don't think I'm that big. Well, okay. you've given every year for you've been at yes. every one of these. Yes, you, you've never missed a blood drive, which we no. is phenomenal. The first one I missed. Oh, the 2006, yeah. We don't we, count that one. That's, that's, we, we were we'll kind of, about in that. fact, we lost yeah. all that blood anyway. Yeah, yeah. That was our pilot program. <laughs> that was our yeah. pilot program. Where are you from, by the way, Pat? Uh, Philadelphia, okay. Roxburgh. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming out year after year. It means the world to us. Thank you. Anybody you want to say hi to while you have the microphone? Or? No. Okay. No, this is great just to talk to you guys and <laughs> see you. Uh-huh. I, I walk every morning. Back to Wissahickon. Ah. And you're on my headphones, and I love it. Thank How many you. miles do you do? Four. Okay. okay. Solid. Yeah. That's yeah. why you look so damn good. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Thank you. I like seeing you every year so we can flirt just a little bit. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you like gray hair. Yeah. And she just flashed a real little wink. Yeah. So we were in the middle of flirting when you called us over, Preston. I was just telling her how, how nice she smelled. Thank you. And she's like, you say that every year. I'm like, it's because you smell so good. Oh, wow. Awesome. you smell good every yeah. year, babe. That's why I don't dye my hair, because Casey likes you older like- women. <laughs> 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 Oh, that is <laughs> awesome. She's still, look at these two. Yeah. They can Google hey, um, You want to take a scooter ride? Yeah. Can you give me like two or three minutes, guys? <laughs> That's all it takes. That's yeah. all it takes. All right. Thank you, Pat. We appreciate yeah. it. Have thank a great you. weekend. Thank all right, you. Pat. Thank Listen, you. Pat. Yeah. Come on. I love it. Thank Absolutely. Um, and so that first year, so, you know, we got a couple of minutes here before we get to Brett Michaels on the line. That first year. Was that the Boscovs? We were at 
Plymouth. No, it's not. Plymouth it wasn't Boscov's. It, it was, was a Gap, I thought, Old or Navy. something like Old Navy. It that's was an it. old, old Navy. It was, yeah. So it was a big space. I didn't realize that was the first one. I, um, that uh, didn't go as well as they go now. That that, that, that was a heating issue. Yeah. yeah. Remember the air conditioning broke and uh, they were dropping like flies. Yeah, and that's why when when we were coming to do this. Yesterday, I texted Kathy because yeah. she had a, a, an engagement that she had. She had something she had to do all day yesterday. I'm like, I was like, Dad, I'm like, now don't forget. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Bring a jacket. <laughs> and I appreciated it because I, um, I don't know if I would have remembered. I, I wasn't even thinking that. And yeah, they keep it nice and chilly in here. Yeah. And that's the reason. There are people who are donating blood. And if it gets too warm, you can get a little lightheaded. I so wish you can... would have warned me because I'm freezing right now. Oh, I was. Yeah. I, I, I have a hoodie. I'll, I'll give it to you. It's in All the right. car. Because I wore jeans today just for this reason. Because I remember year after year. I remember one year going, dear God, it's freezing, freezing in here. But that works. So we had, there, there was, um, okay, so we did that. We did the Franklin, what used to be called the Franklin, Franklin Mills Mall. Philadelphia yeah. Mills. Philadelphia Mills. And uh, that, that. Where was that? I don't remember that. Um, Shocking. Yeah, it was, I forget what it was, but it, 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 in both cases, they were stores that were in transition. Right. So they were taking out inventory and there was space available. Okay. And then I think we did move to the Navy Yard. We did the Navy Yard. Right. And right. then we also did uh, the Valley Forge Casino a couple right. of years. Yep. yep. We've been here a couple of years. I think that's all. And, and live and casino, live. obviously. Li- and live. Oh, and we're actually the Fillmore. So the very. Um, yes, that's right. When we did yes. the pandemic. We did the pandemic. When the pandemic was happening, we wanted to spread it out a little bit. So uh, we had oh, the Fillmore. Right. Uh, and I believe here at the same time. Do you know the yeah. record breaker though took place here at Oaks? Yeah, yeah, that's when we had the uh, uh, we, we, and that's when Pierre was broadcasting as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so all of these different locations. But do we know it's seventeen years? Uh, she said so. The first one was two thousand six. So sure? yeah. you're gonna have to do the math. I'm bad. I'm very right. important math. Mm-hmm. Two thousand six. That's thirty one years. Yeah. So this is our sixteenth. All right. Four. Yeah. But you also seven. count. You you Stop count. It. You're the one that you does count that. six the the first time. So it would be seventeen. Okay. All right. You know, right. So you're not you're you're actually counting two thousand. You have to. We have to count the event. So yeah. at She's, the first because because if, if it's an annual event, right? So the first annual was two thousand six. Is that yeah. what you're saying? So, right? you're in, so yes. this would be the seventeenth okay. annual event. Okay. That's what all I right. just said. I know, but I say it much clearer than you. You did. People understand you said it clear. <laughs> it's all good though. So seventeen years have been doing this, and uh, um, you know it gets. Uh, it gets smoother and smoother each year. It did. I mean, yes. I a couple of stumbling blocks along the way, but uh, now it is what it is. I and love for, coming to this event. Oh, it's awesome. And from what I understand, Nick is uh, they they just shaved his pubes, so he's probably pretty close to. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't yeah. know that was part of the preparation. Uh, he asked for it. Do oh, you okay. think that Nick donates blood just for the snacks afterwards? Oh, <laughs> without question. Are you kidding me? The snacks <laughs> are awesome. By the way, usually have Lorna Dunes and stuff like that. <laughs> Lorna Dunes, Chips Ahoy, juice. juice. You know what? Do we have a Do we have a wireless? Uh, Can you guys hear me? Here at all? Oh, there where you are go, you? Where are you, Nick. Yeah, I'm great. Uh, and uh, oh. the snacks are delightful. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and yes, yeah, seventeen years. This is the seventeenth. Did we I, establish that? Yes. Nick, yes. Sorry, and Nick, was I correct in saying you just completed the pube shaving? Yeah. Well, you know, Steve, I like to prepare ahead of time, so yeah. I did that last night. Uh, but they they wanted to double prepare, so yeah. double. they took my pants off. You're, you're doing a double shave. Actually, I took my pants off for them in advance. Right. And then you came into the building. Yeah. Well, at, at what stage of the preparation are you now? Nick? So I'm all I'm all checked in, and I'm lying back on the bed. Pressed oh. In, and uh, I think we're gonna do. Uh, you know what? I'm lying the wrong way because I want to do my left hand. Are you laying on your stomach? Uh, no, I was laying on the on the bed in oh, the yeah. wrong direction to put my left hand out. <laughs> You've so got a point. Switching around. Oops. Yeah. All right. So I usually do the left arm as well. I don't know why, but uh, it, it, 
that I've usually been told that that's uh, it's an easier vein to find on my arm, so I always go with the left. Do they say to pick the arm um, that you don't use to pleasure yourself? Right. Uh, yeah. Well, so let me ask you guys a question: When you're laying in that position, yes, do you worry that? Oh my God. Okay. Boner? Kathy, Kathy knows. I just that asked a question. Get aroused? Yeah. That you're going to get a boner? Yeah. No. Not I that it's not. any, but you're so susceptible oh, you, at that point. You so, not so worried the, about getting He's a saying boner in case someone want. Preston comes running in and dances the dance of the seven veils. Right. Yeah. You might be aroused. Well, so here's I, the deal. I um I don't get an NRB no. at the at the blood drive. No, no, also, no. You, I'm you so wear... consumed with the yeah. feeling of altruism and goodness yeah. that the thought of doing something so patently filthy is alien to me. So there was a, I uh, my friend was going through lifeguard training and they had this kid on the backboard, uh, you know, and they were all going through training together and he was wearing a speedo and as he was strapped onto the backboard. Boing! Yeah, in front of everybody. Like so. Yeah, and that kid grew up to be Gerald Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So they were they were doing training. Yeah, they were training okay. lifeguard training. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. were there other were there women in bathing suits there? Yes. Probably. Okay. Well, maybe well, that, that makes maybe part of it. That, okay. Listen, All right. yeah. this is a much more family friendly event, believe it or not, and it's also it just it's a good feeling. Also, it's very cold. That's that fights okay. that, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. So anyhow, uh, we got Nick. Nick, uh, we've got our interview ready to go. Can you hold off before they hit you with the needle? Yeah, we still have a little bit of prep to do, Preston. So you All guys right. just come back to me when you're ready to go. Okay. Excellent. Nick is lying on the table. He's getting ready to donate blood. We are at the I Bleed for Preston to see blood drive, but we want to take this moment to talk to our next guest. Because tomorrow night is the big stadium tour. It's put on hold for a while. It was very much anticipated. This is, seems like the most fun show of the year. Oh, it's an incredible bill, and the excitement has only increased exponentially since. It was postponed. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Joan Jett, and the lead singer of this band, his group, Poison, will be there tomorrow night at Citizens Bank Park. Please welcome Mr. Brett Michaels. Yeah. Hello, Brett. Good morning. How are you doing? How are you doing this morning, man? I can't wait to see you all tomorrow. Oh, dude, we're, we're so excited that you guys are going to be in our town and that this this is finally happening. Uh, you guys have already played a few of the shows. How, how has the energy been so far? It's been unbelievable, and I, I just want to say, first of all, thank you guys for what you're doing this morning, oh. uh, you know, and that's which is awesome, and I'm a Pennsylvanian, oh. uh, so for, for me, this is coming home. It's going to be most of uh, my family uh, yelling at me in the front row for things I've done wrong uh, throughout my life, so that, that'll make it good, but to tour the energy, the unbelievable, you know, Motley and Def Leppard, Joan, and Classosac, this new rock band, these guys guys are great all of us all of us have a uh, unique uh badass shows good energy uh good nothing but hits just playing big hit songs the fans are loving it when i hit that stage i literally say i can't stop smiling i'm just it's good to be out there and playing music and we've been through a tough couple years yeah and everyone's just ready to party. They're you know ready to have a great time. Brett, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some some love at you because uh, you know I, I when when you guys were uh, were were in in your current form and you were writing all those big hit records and having the all that success on MTV and, and the tours and all. I was right in the middle of that. I was I was playing in a cover band at the time, so we were dressing like you guys. We were acting like you guys. And over the years, I've even had more appreciation for the music that Poison put together just simply because of the fun of it just simply because 
you guys were having a good time. You made us have a good time. When I put those records on, I think about all of that and how much fun it is still to listen to, you know, to this day. Well, first of all, thank you. I appreciate that. And to you being a musician and playing music, it, being able to go out there, I say this, music is therapeutic to me. It, saves my, it saved my life, right? Um, and being a diabetic, grown up in a small town in Pennsylvania, music was like both my, it was my absolute outlet. And my absolute therapy. It was it. It got me through every situation, and I think what's happened with the fans is they see whether we're up there doing nothing but a good time, or talk dirty me on Skinny Bop, or we're turning around and doing something to believe in, or every rose. They knew that I wrote those songs from my either uh, a moment of having fun or from my heart, and I hope they feel that three generations feel that sincerity. You know, you know, it's uh, and 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 that that is true. Uh, you're you're. Uh... Uh, other co-bill um, bands, uh, Def Leppard and, uh, and uh, Joan Jett, the documentary that was just out on Joan Jett. Everybody, every every part of this show, everybody seems to be at a stage where they are echoing what you're saying, enjoying where you are, enjoying the ability to get up on stage and provide this nostalgic, wonderful experience for the audience. It's really got to be the, the, the best world possible for you right now. It is. And let me let me say that you said it perfectly. Here's what it is. It's mixing all the music that we grew up with, right? But keeping it relevant. In other words, when I hit that stage, I'm living in the here and now. I, when people see that energy, my, my energy is, is it, it, it's a thousand percent just positive right now energy, but bringing all the hits forward. And, and like, for instance, not even, we kicked off the tour in Atlanta, the very next night, everyone had a day off but me. I went to Wildwood, New Jersey, did uh, barefoot did barefoot country with Eric Church, broke the record there that night, set the record, and then flew back to do the the Poison Def Leppard Motley shows. Let me, let me ask you a quick question with that. Now, the, uh, do the rock audiences still party the hardest? Because there is, as of late, a notion that perhaps these country festivals might rival the rock audience's ability to tear it up. Where do you stand on this? Let me say this. I'm going to weigh in perfectly. The both audiences, completely loyal. They're almost one in the same. So bear with me. A lot of the fans that were at Barefoot Country will be tonight at the show. And it is without a doubt they are not rival, equal to each other in party. <laughs> the rock fans are usually partying day of show on through the night. The country fans, and remember, I grew up listening to both. Yeah. Country fans start partying about two days ahead of time <laughs> out in the parking lot. You know, I'm a parking lot party guy, but they start about two days early, and they can rock right through it. But the rock fans... They bring it hard and heavy day off, hard and heavy. <laughs> okay, night. that's a great breakdown. I, I haven't heard it that, that uh, yeah, accurately it. put. Hey, Brett, I also love the instructional video you gave the other day on how to fold a headband and wrap it properly. <laughs> was that was that for popular demand? Were people asking for your technique? Yes, and I'll explain why. Right, depending on the size of uh, noggin that you have, mm-hmm. right. Uh, or if I was buying, uh, you know, getting my finest bandanas from the King of Prussia Mall, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm throwing a few in here. I've been Swarthmore, Upper Darby. Yes. I'm bringing Springfield. Yes. I'm bringing everyone in. We, 
it, it, trust me, it, I, when I was showing this, people like, I, I feel like I folded a cardboard square. I'm like, I'm going to help you. The Brett Michaels patented diamond fold, free of charge. Here's how it works. <laughs> no, it, it's an art unto itself, and uh, uh, and and you are you are the master of it. I, I wanted to ask you, Brett. It's, it's an opportunity to ask you. You know, Norm Macdonald passed away recently, and he did that. And I I, I assume you saw it. His skit, the parody of of uh, Rock of Love. Uh, and uh, what did what did you think of that? Did you ever see the beast? Did you see the the uh, the, the satire that he did? I, I uh, please forgive me. I've heard everything about. It. I did not see it, but I got to tell you with Rock of Love. Let me segue a second. Yeah, I I want to say so people understand. I had such a great time, but the girls were the rock stars on that show. Right. I just I just was being me. I showed up. You add a little uh, adult. Tasty, tasty adult beverage uh, to the mix. And half of them weren't even fighting over me. They were just fighting. I'm like, I'm going to make you guys laugh in pain. The producers go, what do you want to do? I said, let's just be real. Everything, my cars, my bikes, everything's real, just not my house. I don't want them to wreck the house, right? Right. So we go in the first night, and they go, what if someone's unattracted to you? I said, let it fly. It's real. I'm like, at least I thought I'd get one night out of the first year, first episode. Yeah. I walked up to Lauren. I go, you know, she's beautiful. I go, you having a good time? She goes, no, no, not really. I go, oh, is there anything I can do? She goes, no, I'm just not into it. I go, oh, you mean into being here? She goes, no, I'm just not. I didn't know who the guest or the guy was going to be. And I'm not into oh you. Oh, no. I go, I go, you're killing me right here. There's like 11 cameras. Could you have not said that over there? Oh, no. That could, yeah, that's got to be a nightmare. Yeah. No, no. It was awesome because that's, that's, that's my real life. The, the hits and misses. Oh, man. Hey, I wanted to ask you about this, Brett. It was several years ago. And obviously, uh, we, we had Cece on uh, for an interview. And obviously, you and Bobby, everybody in the band you guys have had story upon story upon story throughout your career but i'll never forget cc telling us a story about a time where he cleaned a hotel room with a feather duster in his butt and i don't know if you knew that story or not <laughs> i can't vouch that one. was there at least assless chaps involved that's all you need i would have to be right, right? yeah and he uh, and i saw on social media he grew this big ass bushy beard like you couldn't even tell it was him at all but i think he has since taken that off right he is uh he is in the finest oh health um he has gotten rid of the uh hemingway beard i believe we could call it. <laughs> anyway. it, was, it was a pandemic uh error ah. uh i believe that he posted that <laughs> and yes he is on when i tell you the band's on fire i Everyone is, everyone's out there rocking our drummer. Now, me, diabetic, but Ricky, yeah. surviving uh, a verge of it being all over, uh, cancer. Yeah. Um, and to be out there, it's, we're, again, grateful for the fans, and it's it's a good party. Well, there's, there's, good party. there's really a feeling of cheering you guys on because, again, and this show, and this bill in particular, because, uh, you know, they, they say uh, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Well, I think that the fact that we, you know, this had to be paused, people got more excited for it. So I think exponentially um, it represents so many things. First off, the, 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 the great aspect of being able to see all you do, which you do so well, but also getting out and seeing people, seeing smiling people, 
having a good time after all that we've been through. This is exactly the release valve people need. Absolutely. First of all, absolutely. And let me go to this. Three generations. Again, I'm using three generations, maybe four now, uh, depending on the partying we did in the 80s. Um, so there may be four generations <laughs> of, of, uh, of amazing fans. And again, Philly and the energy there growing up in Pennsylvania, coming to many a ball game. Uh, you know, uh, I had the perfect uh the, the perfect world because I could go Pittsburgh, I could go Philly, Baltimore to see the O's. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was uh, segueing into the sports area, but the fans in Philly, the energy's off the hook. Cool. It's great. And I got to tell you one short story. Mm -hmm. uh, my, one of my major, so I'm, th this is no lie. I'm going to cut this really short, this story. I'll give you the short version. Okay, okay. I'm down partying in Philly, uh, early teen, not quite able to drive, but thought I could years. Uh, we were partying back then. It was sort of the woods, but by, by the school, the fences, whatever. Bunch of people. And listening to, listening to you guys crank out tune after tune after hit. We're partying. And due to the partying and loud... Uh, Let's just call it, it still had a cassette player in it on my damn box. Yeah. Uh, I, I got busted. I just want you to know that your music <laughs> saved my life. And, and a couple nights at the delinquent. Uh, <laughs> and it was, but it was, we had you cranked so loud. Oh, my God. It was so so we, we led to your, uh, to your, your, uh, your eventual run-in with the law. My, my eventual run-in, which also made you kind of a badass, so it was good. <laughs> but we loved the law, and we're, we were rocked. Honest to God, we were rocking with you, and it was just good times. Well, I mean, how crazy is that that you were rocking to us, and then, you know, just a couple of years later, we were playing your music, and other it, people were in the woods rocking to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is no, all, all irony aside. That is the truth. All of a sudden, you're playing our music. I remember my first interview, coming in, talking with you guys. It was just a, it was a good day in my life. No, it it, it, it's a great day here. You know, at the beginning of this, um, for, uh, you know, uh, and you were very kind to say kind things about uh, the, the blood drive and what we're doing here. Uh, you, you've mentioned your medical issues. Uh, I assume during your lifetime, you've received a transfusion or two, correct? I, I have been taken care of, yes. Being a diabetic since the age of six, um, I've, I've, that and a couple of years ago, that crazy, you know, subarachnoid brain hemorrhage yes. that came out of nowhere, and that was that was it. And the unbelievable, great, uh, grateful for, I said, grace of God and good medical and great, great fans, but still here, uh, you know, yeah. I can tell you without a doubt, 1,000%. And what you're doing and the people coming down to give blood, uh, that is that is an incredible day. It's what keeps our rock and roll going round yeah. is taking care of each other. Absolutely. I agree, Brett. All right. Well, listen, thanks for the call, man. It's wonderful to talk to you. We're excited you're coming back into the area. Uh, tomorrow the weather looks great. It's going to yeah. be just a perfect summer evening. And you got four incredible bands in Poison, Joan Jett, and the Blackhearts, Def Leppard, Motley Crue, all this stuff. This is going to be a lot of fun. Brett, keep rocking, man. It is great to talk to you. Hey, thank you, and thank you for always having our back. We love you, and we'll see you tomorrow. You got it. Brett Michael. Hey. Dude. I love that. How cool is he? He's a cool dude, man. So much fun. And, and yes, Rock of Love.
That show, for for those who may be too young or don't remember it, it was on VH1, and it was a um, it was like a dating-style bachelor type of show where Brett was the object of, of he was the focus right. of the ladies. All these women would be, would, were brought in to curry his favor. It was like uh, uh, the Flavor Flav show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the same same formula, but hilarious. Yeah. And, and Norm MacDonald did this spoof on it that was just a scream. He with needs to see that. The bandana and the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right, so with that, let's check back with Nick McElwain, our own rock star here at the I Bleed for Presidency Blood Drive, who's at the other end of the convention center. Uh, Nick, can you hear me? Yeah, I can, Preston. Uh, by the way, awesome conversation with Brett. That was really cool nice. just to listen to. And um, it's nice that uh, he gave some shout-outs to the radio station and to the Blood Drive itself. I'm here with Debbie and uh, and Heather. We're getting prepped. So we wanted to wait until the end of the interview. But I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first time we've actually done live donation. They're going to actually stick the needle into my arm, yeah. do the donation. We're going to be filming it with our friends from Newman. And uh, Debbie, who's getting me prepped, is uh, she's been cleaning my arm. Uh, her dad just tuned in. So Debbie texted her dad. Dan, this blood donation is for you, my friend. Can, can uh, Debbie say hi to her yeah, dad real quick? Debbie, you want to say hi to your dad? Hi, Poppy. Aww. Hi, Poppy. Poppy. We love you, Poppy. I so, love it. Nick, is it safe to say that this is a new world record for the most amount of blood donated live on the air? Yeah, I guess it would be, right? Oh, my God. Guys, guess. All right. So, there was no hesitation. And oh. uh, the needle is now in my arm. There you go. <laughs> See, you didn't even know. You not did not even know. <laughs> yeah. Debbie. I remember when we did uh, Kathy's colonoscopy live on air. <laughs> Debbie gives a gives the shout out to Dan, and then uh, like literally, I put the microphone right back up to my mouth. Casey's in the middle of asking the question, and the needle went in. They're you not know playing what? games here. No, and you know why? Because it's no big deal to them. They That's do right. It, like yep. over and over and over, and it's like clockwork. It's like all right, here you go, and you're like, oh, uh, okay, there yeah. you go, yeah, and it's in. And there, I kid you not, there have been times <laughs> and and where I've not felt anything. Yes. I mean, like not even because they'll say, all right, there's going to be a pinch and a burn. And, and you've I'm got like, the best of the best here. And sometimes you're like, oh, it's it's in already. Yeah, right. Yep. I've yeah. heard that. It's before. like wedding night. Yeah, you heard that. It's like your honeymoon <laughs> night. Oh, is it oh. yet? Is that is that it? <laughs> uh, so, I was expecting more sensation. So Nick, they've got you. Uh, they got you flowing now. Yeah. So I'm just lying here, and this is the easy part. You know, they they do the cleaning. They they stick the needle in, a little pinch in the burn. And that's it. And then uh, you sit here. You make sure that you uh, bleed properly, and that uh, you know you're taken care of. It, I heard you guys talking about uh, blood drives past, but the conditions here today just it really is perfect. It's a great room for it. And it's Nick, nice and cool. Yeah. You're on your way to the cookies. And oh, yeah. and at the end, <laughs> cookies and juice. You get the what? cookies and the juice. Are they? Do they give you that little PVC piping thing to roll around in your hand? I got a new one this year, Preston. It's kind of like a foam one. Oh, and, ooh, uh, erotic. Yeah, I like I, I like the hard one in my hand, but I like the foam one in hey, my hand, too. hold it up to your crotch and pretend like it's your penis. Maybe. Oh, my God. Right. I think that's funny. <laughs> oh, oh, no, she that. said, no, I have to hold my hand. No, oh, yeah, okay. I, I tried. You can't hold it up. You have to keep it to the side. You for, can use the other hand. Use the stranger. Person. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Nick, Nick, when you're finished... Um, I, you probably have that photo, one of uh, my favorite photos taken of uh, me and Nick at one of the blood drives. Uh, I think Brian from Chorus Photography took it. If you have it, Nick, let's, let's post it. Yeah, definitely. I, I pretended like I was passed out or dying oh. last year. I think it was last and year. And I was Kathy, so upset yeah. that he was Listen, dead. one of my favorite pictures of all time uh, came from a blood drive. It was you and Casey on a on bike, bike together. I love that picture, too. Yeah. It was that the was right best. Here. I feel like that was in this hall. It, w- it was. So, we, yes, it had to be. This is the 
one we used last time, where and you you were booking around on your bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got so, on your pegs. Yeah, Kathy was standing on the pegs on the. You back were pegging Casey. Yeah, such a great. And by the way, pegging? so I was um, auctioning off that bike for the Bend to the Shore for WMMR's uh, Rock and Rollers, and and by the way, that is. That ride is one month from today. Wow! So we're doing that, and uh, you know, I have to, I, and I haven't really talked about it much on the uh, on the show so far this year. But you know, we're we're looking to uh, you know up our donation. So if you go to WMMR PrestonSteve.com, uh, there are ways that you can donate to Team WMMR right now. Nice. All right, how's it going, Nick? It's going great. I just have to, you know, I'm just going to sit here and make sure that. Uh it flows properly, but I have my uh, the microphone in my right hand, and I'm uh, bleeding out of my left arm. Uh, and Debbie and Heather are taking great care of me. Awesome. Hey, ask, you should, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt, Steve. No. Uh, uh, ask Debbie how long does it usually take, like average, uh, De- for uh, the the pint to fill up. So Debbie Preston wants to know how long does this normally take? Am, am I a slow bleeder, a fast bleeder? What, what's the normal length of time uh, for somebody to make their donation? No, you say it. No, I know. Okay, you can. Yeah, you get. Come on, you Debbie. can say it, Debbie. It's okay. Yeah. So it's like eight to ten minutes, and if you didn't move your arm, it probably would have been a little bit faster. See? Oh. See? What? Yeah. See? Well, I moved. I moved my left arm when we were talking about the foam thing in front of my crotch, and yeah. then she was, and she grabbed my arm and shoved it right back down, like mm-hmm. she, like the pro that she is. You're in a lot so of Preston got you in trouble. Preston got me in trouble. Ooh. Yeah. So now my arm is still, and Debbie is approving. And uh, by the way, Debbie was like, uh, she's she's a knockout. She was like, I didn't wash my hair. Is my lip gloss okay? <laughs> Are you asking for a spanking? Is that what you're doing? No, no. I'm just I saying was a that bad she, boy. She is a she's a wonderful person and absolutely beautiful, and she's uh, being filmed by Newman right now as well. There we go. And Terrific. One of the things we do want to remind is is if you do come here and you donate and after and if you haven't before afterwards, make sure that you do spend like I don't know it's like fifteen or twenty yeah. minutes just sitting down getting some uh, some nourishment into your body because we have and, and not to scare anybody but we have had people faint before it happens from time to time. We literally have had people explode. Uh, no, yeah. I didn't want to talk that. about that. No, no, but but, but the, and you that that you get your cookies and your juice. You sit down, you relax, yeah. you kind of you're doting on a little bit. That's nice. And we're right next to the cookies yeah. and juice area, and so. we come over and say hi when you go sit down. Yeah, absolutely. How you doing, man? Nice to see you. He's having some. What are you having? Cheez Its. Oh, they got that. Uh, they got not yeah. just cookies. They no. have savory and sweet. And gyro. And gyros. Wow. There. They're shaving those. <laughs> I did not know. Marissa? Preston, um, I just had a, uh, I just met two nice little boys who brought you guys a surprise. Oh. oh. Are we doing this can, on the air? We, Would you guys like to do it on the air? It's, can, pre- it's yeah. pretty darn awesome. Can sure. we get them over to the microphone? I will. I yeah. Will. All right. So we'll bring them over. We're, listen, we're meeting all kinds of people this morning, and we apologize if we don't get a chance to stop and talk to you because we are doing a radio show while we're uh, at this. But if we have an opportunity to say hello, we would love to do that. All right. So we have two. Young gentlemen who are working their way over to the microphones, and uh, we just want you to get nice and close to that. What is your What's your name, buddy? Right here in the purple shirt, Shane. Shane, Shane. how you doing, bud? Good. Excellent. And who is this? What's your name, bud? Yeah, go ahead. Jude. 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 Shane, Shane and Jude. And Jude. Excellent. And where do you guys go to school, by the way? Arrowhead, Arrowhead. Elementary. Okay. Arrowhead, and, huh? So the summertime now, right? School's out. What grade are you going into, Shane? Fourth. You're going to fourth. And Jude, how about you? Second. Second grade. All right. I love it. And so you guys brought something for us? All right. What is it? Oh, He's, all right. oh you got oh, it's in the bag. Oh, oh. You got all right. Thank you, Shane. Let me take a look at what we have. He has handed me the bag. I'm going to reach into <laughs> What is it? What is it? Is it a human head? Uh, is it? No. Oh. It's gum salad. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my you made gum salad. Oh, it says, whose idea was this, Shane? 
Is it Shane? Whose your idea mom. was it? Your mom? You can say it. It was mom. mom's idea. Mom, come over here. What's your mom's name? Trisha. Trisha. All right. I'm going to go. Oh, my God. This is actually warm. Yeah. It's warm gum salad? Yeah. No, it's, no. Of it's course it's warm. warm. There's something under in the bag. There's oh. oh there's uh, how you doing, Trisha? Good. How are you? Good. Where are you guys from? Collegeville. Hey. Delco. Nice. No. Delco. No. <laughs> I throw some points out there. All right. Let me look into this and see what we have here. And what's... <laughs> oh, my God. Can I see it? Yeah, that's this. Oh that's gum salad. Yo, that's what we were dreaming about. That's ice cubes gum. Those yeah. are so good. They got like little flavor crystals. And in is them. this is this big league chew in here too? No, that's cut up bubble tape. Okay, okay. cut up bubble tape. Oh, nice. And then what are these little guys? These are little gummy bears. Those are gummy cherries. bears. Oh my god! And there's gummy some. Cherries. It looks like there's some bib lettuce at the bottom here too. So, <laughs> so Boston lettuce. Shane sure. and Jude, did you guys did you guys uh, um, come uh, up with some of the ingredients? Did you select some of the uh, things to go into the salad? You both, yeah, okay, very cool. They're nodding. Okay, those are what I give out at Christmas time instead of cookies, but okay. I made them for you. So, so she's, wow. this is the warm stuff down All right. I'm like, like the gum salad is what I didn't know it was a warm gum salad. I didn't salad. know if you heated that kind of oh. Ooh, dumplings or Ooh. hot stickers. Yay. You know, oh, those is there gum in those? <laughs> are they pork? Pork and beef. Oh, fantastic. And you homemade these? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so Look much. This. You guys are wonderful. <laughs> That's my lunch. Yay, excellent. Now I'm going to have des- for dessert is gum salad. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess he has lunch now. What? He, want, he, he wants you to share. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I'm going to share. It's, it's our lunch. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to use that. Can I have some pot stickers? <laughs> no, they're all gone. I'm so Shut sorry, up. Nick. Weir. Local broadcaster Preston Elliott was found dead with his stomach filled with gum. Well, this is fantastic, Trace. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah. You guys are the best. Thank you, guys. Shane and Jude. Oh, that's so sweet. You guys this, are awesome. This yeah. is the greatest gift we've gotten today. Yes. Thank you very much. And, and in a while. You can set that microphone right there in that mic stand. Dude. How cute is that? Casey, you want to try some gum salad? I cannot right now. I'm uh, fasting. Oh, okay. You, afternoon, you'll have, be able to have it, right? That's right. Right. Oh, that is so funny. The dumplings will definitely be gone by then. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that fast did not include munchkins. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> And chips ahoy and cheese it's and donuts. <laughs> That's all part of it's, the fast. It is program. a very precise fast. You have to eat them fast. Yes, you have to eat them fast. A right. seafood diet. All right. all right, Nick, how's your how's your bag doing? Uh, well, I'm I'm wrapping up pretty soon, but uh, you know, just finishing up shortly, and then I think maybe if I hadn't moved my arm earlier, I'd be done. But uh, you know, in the next couple of minutes, I'll be finishing up. Excellent, okay. excellent. Right. I always find it. I I'm kind of fascinated. I always look at the. Um, uh, the tube that's filling up with yeah. blood yeah. Uh, while I'm doing that. I and, uh, do, you and watch, the do you watch the needle going in? I can. I, I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I prefer not to. It's not like I'm scared of it or anything like that, but I also just like to see if I can feel it or not. Yeah. So I just kind of turn my head. What about you, Nick? Uh, I, uh, that's the only part that I avoid, and the only part that I find it all uh, that I dislike uh, the tiniest bit is the uh, the uh, pinprick at the beginning of the thing. Everybody that, hates that. That's like It's like a beast thing, and you know yeah. that it's coming, And I, but the, the actual donation of the blood is nothing. Nothing it's, at all. It's yeah. nothing. And so for people who have been uh, put off, uh, you know, giving it a shot, just understand, it's so easy, yeah, and yeah. you feel so good after you've done it. Oh, yeah. And you get your little sticker that says you gave blood, yeah. and you rightfully should feel proud of yourself because, as you know, 
the amount of good this blood goes on to do, you can't even calculate. And Steve, we should remind people that, you know, if they weren't able to get an appointment today or make it here today, uh, the Red Cross will be, um, you know, they, there's a whole bunch of blood drives coming up. I checked their website earlier. Yes. So if there's a blood drive near you, sign up to one this weekend. You can probably do one uh, in the next few days. So if you can't make it out here today, make sure you go to redcross.org and uh, sign up for a future blood drive. I got a, a great email from a guy in uh, Pittsburgh, and I printed it and left it on my printer at home. But he, um, obviously, he can't make it here for the event. He's donating locally at in his, at his own Red Cross location. I said, dude, thank you. I said, don't worry about being a part of what we're doing here. I said, you're helping out locally. So anybody listening, if you are not in this area and uh, and you feel like, you know, uh, man, I wish I could be there to do it, you can do it. You, Just do it locally. Do it in your own area. It because, all matters. Listen, it's not. I know we think of blood donations as, you know, a car accident right. or something like that. But there are cancer patients. There are, uh, there, there are children. There are yeah. all kinds of people that need blood transfusions regularly. And uh, it's life-saving. It's flat-out life-saving. We've had people come out to these blood drives. Just so you know, there's, there's sometimes people will need, you, like, 10, 15, 20 units themselves that where they're, they're in something yeah. that's really precarious and they're, and they're just burning this up. And you can only store blood for so long. So that's why it always has to cycle through. And in the summer, you're dealing with the situation of, you know, they rely on schools, they rely on businesses, yeah. and uh, it's, it, people are on vacation. It becomes more erratic collecting the blood. That's why it's important now. And that's why we do it in, yep. in, uh, in the summertime. That's why we choose to do it. So, uh, Nick, it looked like uh, Debbie was coming over to maybe wrap you up over there. Yeah, she's uh, she got the bag. I'm finished, and she's about to take the needle out. So okay. uh, just as easily as it went in, it's going to come sliding right out, and uh, and then I'll be finished. All right. All that's, right. And that's cool. how simple it is, yeah. folks. So it's easy peasy. It really is. Nice. And it's, it, listen, it's one of those things where, like, it feels good to do. You, you're, you're proud of yourself afterwards. It's a great feeling. It's a really cool communal thing. And so if you're looking to just do something good, feel good about yourself, feel good about the donation, I uh, can't recommend it more highly. I'm looking at you right now. We have uh, the, the uh, video of you, Nick, and what I'm looking at is a man who's about to have some cookies. Oh, <laughs> well, that is a happy man indeed. There we go. <laughs> All right, Case, do you want to add something? I do, because um, Brett Michaels just called back, and he wants to offer up a pair of uh, uh, tickets, personal, uh, personal tickets on his guest list for the what? concert. Really? Night. Yeah. For real? Holy yeah. hell. Right. So for us, uh, so... It's, uh, whoever donates you, 100 pints of blood. 100 pints of yeah, blood? Yeah. Right. First person to donate 100 pints of blood today. <laughs> um, no, um, so we can figure it out. And, yeah. All right, well, yeah, let's take a break and figure out how we're going to do yeah. that. He wants to do it for somebody donating. I agree. Blood. That's I think, excellent. I think that's a great way to do it. Okay, that's so, really cool. Uh, the, well, then let's take a break and come back in a second and see what else we can get in. Maybe we'll throw in some gum salad. You never yeah, know. Yeah. All right, we'll be back in a moment, I believe, for President's Deep Blood Drive on MMR. It's time to subscribe to the Preston and Steve Show YouTube channel. Be the first to see new videos. Get alerts when the live stream's rolling. See the guests you're hearing live on the radio. Like Coach Dick Vermeil, who was live in studio on Tuesday morning. Watch the live musical performances. Like Everclear, coming in Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Hit the subscribe button on the Preston and Steve Show YouTube channel. You'll be happy you did. Uh, by the way, a great text uh, came in uh, when we were doing that last segment. It says, I love you guys. I love that you do the blood drive. My dad has leukemia, needs two units a week. Oh, wow. And can only get one right now due to the shortage. You are truly <gasps> keeping people alive. Oh, my uh, gosh. Wow. So that is just a reminder of what's happening and why this is being done and why, if you can't make it here today, no big deal. I mean, we're doing this drive. 
We, we sure we want it to be the biggest one in the country, but what we really want to do is um, uh, stimulate people to get out and, and make donations locally, wherever it may be here. When you can, it doesn't have to be at our event. Just make sure yeah. you do it when you can. Absolutely, there are people out there that can use what you have, and it really is is nothing from you uh, to give it. Uh, so we would like to with that in in mind, uh, we want to welcome the interim CEO, the Red Cross Southeastern Pennsylvania Region, uh, Jennifer Graham is Yay! here. Hi. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? I'm doing awesome today thanks for having me no problem so uh speaking a little bit to that that text um and uh and and you know uh, people like like i'd said in our last segment i'm like well you think blood donations there's been a, a tragedy there's been a uh, uh an earthquake or, or you know there are car accidents or things like that but there's so many different reasons that people need blood donations correct that is correct. You know, it's it's what you just said. It's the it's the emergencies, um, it's the traumas that come in, but it's the surgeries that get planned. But a bulk of our blood donations go to help cancer patients, go to help our sickle cell patients in the area. The need is constant every single day. All right, and th- this uh, texter mentioned a shortage as well. And uh, are we in a bad place, or is it things? Or because yeah, I, I know the times have been critical before. Yes, it tends to ebb and flow. And right okay. now in the summertime, as as a lot of our blood usually comes from high school and college students, they're on a break. Corporations, corporate groups are you know are just coming back into the office. People are taking vacations. We tend to see a little bit of a dip in the summertime. So, you know, if there's a time to donate, then please try and schedule a time this summer if you can. That was the reason for doing uh, picking this. Because right. we were conferred uh, with you guys initially you know, many years ago, uh, and uh, it, it works out well. But to, to Preston's point, anytime you can do it, and there are people who keep a very exact sort of schedule, and they know when they're eligible to do it. Uh, on average, uh, how often can you give blood? So you can give whole blood every 56 days, more or less. If you give a double red cell unit, you had a a listener on before that gave that double red cell, that's 112 days that you have to wait. And platelet donations is a little bit less time. It'll vary, uh, but that's more like two or three weeks. As they've improved, at least it's my understanding they're getting better at at, uh, preserving the blood longer, but it still uh, doesn't last forever. How long can you keep blood in storage for use? So the red cells last 42 days, but we typically use them a lot faster than that, just given the volume of hospitals that we connect with here. Right. Platelets, which help cancer patients like the, the person that texted before, only last five days. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, just uh, I'm curious about mm, the variety of donations you mentioned. The three of those, is that it? Those are the three types of donations? For the most part, yes. Okay, so with the platelet one, you said it takes a little less time. What's the one where... Uh, they take some out and they, they put back into you. So it has to do with the technology that we have. Okay. It's, it's a, an apheresis uh, machine that takes out the blood and, into one arm and puts it back into the other. That's for a double red cell okay. donation. The platelets use the same technology, but that is usually two arms where they're taking out the yeah. platelets and giving you back your red cells and some um, and your plasma and some saline. How important will gum salad be for the future of the Red Cross? <laughs> Critically important. Okay. <laughs> will not survive she went with it. They say after you, after you donate blood, you're supposed to either have pot stickers or gum salad. Is that correct? Preferably be both. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yes. Good. Yes. you really want to be serious. We're in it. luck today. Yeah, yes. yeah. we've got, <laughs> got both. Um, well, you know what? And, and a quick question, uh, Jennifer, about uh, you know, obviously there are, there are people that are that are paid to be here, and uh, this is their job. But there's a lot of volunteers that help out as well. Correct? There are. Our our organization as a whole is driven by volunteers. Ninety percent of our workforce is volunteer based. We have close to two thousand volunteers right here in southeastern Pennsylvania. Wow. Across every line of business, so disaster service to armed forces, international 
international training, blood. We cannot survive without our volunteer workforce, and we're always looking for more. Okay, and just uh, redcross.org? Redcross.org, yes. If you want to donate your time. Absolutely. And and so the, the, uh, Stephen mentioned phlebotomists. Is that that the official title of the people that are drawing the blood? Yes, 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 and they are paid positions. And cosmonauts. And cosmonauts as well. Several astronauts, too, but yes. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Well, listen, thank you, Jennifer. We're we're happy to to be partnering with you guys once again. We love doing this event. We love that you uh, avail us all these resources to make this whole thing happen. Likewise. Thank you very much. 50,000 hospital patients have been helped over the years. Here's to a couple thousand more today. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Jennifer Graham, CEO of the Red Cross, the southeastern Pennsylvania region. Do you know what I noticed, though, the absence of? Mm. Menstro. Menstro, the, the, the blood drop. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, the, Maybe uh, the, he's at the other location. He might, he might be. be. All right. Speaking That's... of the other location, uh, I have no idea. Did you contact Jackie? I, I did. He hasn't gotten back to me yet, but I would imagine. I don't know. Uh, through the, I, I don't know. We can just, hey, Jackie, are you there? <laughs> no, he would have to be on the phone. I, we, yeah. My phone screen. Hi, this is Jackie Bam Bam. I'm away from the phone right now. <laughs> hey, I can't. I'm currently taking business. I'll call you back in just a little would it be wild if that was his... Uh... Yeah, that was it. Marissa's got an update for us here. Uh, Rodney is good to go with engineering, so we're just waiting on the cue from Rodney that he will be ready to go. All right. He should be there. Maybe Jason back in the studio. I don't know. Jason, you got any idea if we have uh, the ability to talk to Jackie Bam Bam Live? We were doing phone calls earlier, but uh, we might have a, uh, a microphone hook up with some broadcast. Living in a, in a, in a... All right, we're going to give it a whirl. Uh, let me Let me try this. Jackie Bam Bam, come in. Jackie Bam Bam. Check, check, check. Hey! I'm here, blood, blood, blood. I'm here for How your about that, blood. Rodney? Yes, it I'm works. here, guys. Can you hear us uh, okay, Jackie? Yes, loud and proud. That's awesome, man. All right, so how are things going, buddy? Uh, I'm learning a lot about blood and that. What was that big word you just used there? Phlebotomist. Phlebotomist. Yeah, kayak. Yeah. Kayak. <laughs> yeah, that's the doctors and the nurses. Jackie, right? say, say kayak. Kayak. He, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he got it. He nailed it. I bet you learned how to say iron, too. Kayaki. <laughs> iron. Yeah, there's iron in your blood. There, there is. They, they do an iron is. test. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And if you have you know, low iron, you can't donate. Great interview with Brett Michaels, and he's done a... I didn't hear the whole thing in here because we got you on, but you're in the background. But uh, he gets his insulin such. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you bought that up. But. No, we oh, did, yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, he's yeah. received. I mean, you remember it was years ago. Um, he had that 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 brain issue. Was he the one who got clocked in the head with the lowering? Um, yes, yeah. a stage prop uh, stage or something prop. like that. It was or, a curtain. Yeah, yeah, and it had a heavy. It was like it wasn't like a, a, a cloth curtain. It was right. like it banged him in the head. It was yeah. pretty pretty wild. But he's he's had some. Uh, he's had some missteps here and there. Uh, Jackie, you seem you seem kind of quiet yeah. uh, for Jackie well, Bam Bam. Well, we sit up out here in the hallway. Everyone, you know, they, you check in right next to me to my right. And right. then you uh, go in, and then they lay you down on the table, the phlebocarist, <laughs> before you have to the bed. Who does that? The phlebocarist. Oh, they, uh, they are not only taking blood, they're playing classical music. Oh. <laughs> the phleboc. <laughs> hey, speaking, mean, uh, speaking of music, think, hang on, I'm going to interrupt Jackie, because in a little while... Uh, we're going to play the new Ozzy Osbourne. We have not heard that yet. I know MMR had like the world premiere last night with you and Brent. What, what, tell us about the song. Well, I'll tell you, we didn't go to sleep yet, me and Brent. And uh, it was definitely well worth it at midnight. Jeff Beck, who's celebrating a birthday today, is your guest guitarist. And there's a lot of guests on this album. And Ozzy, believe it or not, uh, I don't know what kind of love he's on. But uh, Andrew Watt, the producer, just makes him sound 
unbelievable, and it's about his wife Sharon. I think they're celebrating 40 years. So uh, that's right. You definitely get, and it's the title track of his. Uh, I think it's 12th album. So. And you know, Jackie, he obviously Ozzy. We were talking. Preston's reported on this. Ozzy Osbourne himself has been through a lot of medical stuff, and uh, he's yeah. I'm sure been the recipient of some oh, transfusions yeah. over the years. So it's very important what, uh, what's being done today. Just had that operation with the needles getting removed from his neck or something. Right. Right. Oh, by the way, speaking of, of, of Jackie being at the other location, I just, just got this text from someone there, and they said, no sad bro, just gave blood, and I feel fine. It doesn't hurt at all when Bam Bam bites you, really. <laughs> so Jackie... Whoever that was, they're not... Ele- How did that come out? I told him not to tell anybody. Oh, yeah, he's a phlebocomist, but he uses yes. his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A mouth phlebocomist. Hey, a I mouth phlebocomist. This, uh, pa- power Red, it's called. Um, it, it, it's the blood that goes through your machine, it goes through a machine, goes through your left arm to your right arm. Yes. I was just telling me, you like, you get super cold at the end of it. You got to put a blanket on you. The rush is incredible. They huh. keep they keep you very uh, yeah. They keep mm-hmm. you very uh, warm and and uh, you just sit there. It takes that takes about a half hour, I think, twenty minutes to a half hour. If I'm uh, maybe forty five minutes. Okay. Right. What what time are you there till, uh, Jackie? Well, eight to nine, but it's nine twenty three. But I don't know what that word sleep is, so I'll stay here. And you know me, I got eight tapes running in my head, Prespo. I thought you know I would stay here until next year, and then we have like a bloodbath party in here. I could spin all night and just keep it going. So you were only supposed to be there till nine o'clock? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh man, he doesn't know that word sleep. Everyone's coming yeah. up and thanking me. I'm like, why are you thanking me, man? This is people helping people. We need blood. This is well, we appreciate like you staying problem. after a late shift and doing what you're doing, and. And both you and uh, uh, Brent were uh, kind enough to uh, continue this on. And then after you guys, Sarah Parker, yes? Yeah, what time is Sarah coming by? Uh, one o'clock. Okay, okay. Steve and I are going to come yeah. and, uh, and yeah. hang out there uh, for a little while. So we'll, uh, we'll hang till uh, Sarah gets there. Yeah, Jack- a bunch of mummers want to meet you over here, and I told them you'd be here later. I think that's so cool because last year you were in the studio, so uh, you're broadcasting live today. And like you said, Pierre did it on a Saturday. So this is really, really cool. Jackie, any special plans for you? Call it Friday night. Uh, Nick, I know you love uh, the Blues Brothers. Maybe we'll get Rubber Biscuit in for you. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but I'll be at Motley Crue tomorrow. It's going to be a big day. We got MMRBQ weather. It's going to be like 90 degrees. And um, I tried to get CC DeVille, by the way, on your uh, Yeah, show. thank you. But uh, I guess we did okay. Him. Brett was awesome, dude. So it was, it was great having him on. Yeah, he's great. So All thank right. you guys so much. Yeah, no problem. All right, buddy. Well, thank you for for being there. We really appreciate it. I know the listeners definitely appreciate it. So we'll, uh, we'll keep on flabocking. Yeah, <laughs> flabock till you guys. drop. <laughs> All right, Jackie Bam Bam, yeah. the vampire from ninety three three WMMR. I love I've, him. I've never heard him quite so subdued. He's very subdued. He's, like, he's, he's tired. Very I was Yeah. I think he's tired, and I also yeah. think he's probably, you know, there's people walking around looking at him, and he's, yes, hi, this is Jackie Bam Bam. May I help you? Feels a little <laughs> bit out of his environment. I don't know, but uh, he's awesome, so that was great. <laughs> All right, so with uh, that little wrap-up, I think we have not, and this will be a short one, but um, there are some things from the connoisseur that I definitely ah. want to share with you guys before we head into the weekend. I can do the stupid voice for the connoisseur. Oh, thank you. A special blood donation edition. There you go. Thank you. Um, and one of the reasons I wanted to, well, actually, there's a couple of good ones, but uh, I know that, uh, and it, sometimes I will get these stories, like, early in the week, and we normally do the um, 
we do the connoisseur on Friday, and I'm like, man, do I share this now or do I wait till the connoisseur? Well, the truth of the matter is, it w- the idea is, and I think we're probably right in assuming it, that people are looking for things to try when they're going out on the weekend to yeah. eat, right? Yeah, so, so that's why the connoisseur kind of sits there. And uh, we've learned over the years that people like to talk about food. All right, so I, I saw this on like gum salad. I saw this on Monday. Uh, but I held on to it till today, and apparently there is a, uh, and this has been popping up on um, TikTok, and it's a, um, it is a drink that someone has made up that is a little less than, uh, it's less sugary and supposed to taste like Coca-Cola. Uh, or to some extent, and I have not tried this yet. But so it's not like a um, like a diet Coke. It's supposed to taste very much like Coke with reduced sugar. Well, I, I don't know if it's very much like Coke. It just kind of reminds you of Coke, I guess, a little bit. Anyway, what it is is you take um, you take like a seltzer water, right? And you add a splash of balsamic vinegar to it. Oh, I've, yes, I've heard about this. And it's supposed to be similar really? to uh, to Coca Cola. Why don't I believe that? I, 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 I saw this. Yeah. I, I don't. There's no way I can imagine that tasting like Coca Cola. I, I really want to try it. Steve, I, I feel the same way that you do, and then I watch one of these videos, yeah. and the way that the lady responds at the end, she's like, look, I'm not drinking Coke at this point, right. but it tastes really good, Yeah, and she used a special a special type of a La, La Croix um, uh, okay. fizzy, fizzy soda or whatever, right. and the balsamic, and it looked like a Coke. I so mean, is I it like, huh. regular seltzer, or is it a flavored seltzer? Well, that's that's what she used, the flavored By the way, <clears throat> which What flavor, I mean? Yeah, they have a bunch of different flavors. You can get a lemon, you can get a, uh, yeah. a pomegranate, or there's a few different ones. Is there a possible issue with drinking vinegar? All right. So, uh, well. No, no, but, okay, so, Steve, you sent me this article. I don't know if you remember it or not, but it's a follow-up to this. Yeah. And at first I saw the headline, I'm like, no, I don't, I don't really buy this. But then I read it, and I'm like, okay, that kind of makes sense, that apparently... Uh, this is not a good idea for your teeth. Right. Oh. That's it. Okay. It, 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 it actually has a, an extra corrosive aspect to and it. What I was thinking was, okay, yeah, sure, balsamic vinegar. It's vinegar. It's acid, okay, and that's going to whatever. But I eat balsamic vinegar salads all the time, yeah. and I was thinking, no big deal. What, you know, how, how can this be any different if you're just, you know, it's just... How how is that different than me eating a salad? Apparently, there's a difference, okay? Mm. Uh, So the video uh, that inspired this, the TikTok video, to use balsamic vinegar and seltzer into a cola-like concoction has received more than 6.4 million views. Uh, and one insider reports right reporter right that writes that uh, she enjoyed the beverage despite its tangy aftertaste. But Dennis, however, have not given it their stamp of approval. In fact, the American Dental Association released a statement about the risks of overindulging in acidic beverages. Yes. In response to the trend. So this is according to uh, Edmund Hewlett, DDS. He said, I love balsamic vinegar, but I enjoy it more in my salad than in my drinking glass. It's much kinder to the teeth than bathing them in a beverage blend of two acids. The more acidic the drink, the greater the risk of tooth erosion with frequent consumption. Uh And it's acid, not sugar, that breaks down the teeth's protective enamel coating. And a study of sugar-free beverages and tooth erosion published in the ADA's Open Access Journal in May confirmed that... That even sugarless sparkling water caused some erosion, although not as much as traditional sodas. Compared to a sugar-filled Coca-Cola, a glass of soda water with a splash of vinegar may seem like a healthier choice. However, the combination of an already acidic carbonated beverage, which is just that right. seltzer water, right. and then sticky sour vinegar is bad news for dental health. The stickiness of the balsamic vinegar will adhere to your teeth 
long after you've finished your meal, and the acidity has a dual effect of wearing away at your tooth enamel and staining your teeth as well. That's That makes sense to me. But balsamic vinegar is slightly less acidic than other vinegars, uh, but it still has the potential to erode an animal, especially, uh, enamel, especially when combined with another acidic ingredient. As the enamel breaks down to reveal a hard yellow tissue called dentin, the teeth may appear discolored. So it's adding that yeah. to the seltzer. I've been drinking it for years. There's no problem. <laughs> so that it will... I drink. I love it. It's my, my drink of choice. That it, call, that it turns into that. Yeah. And just on a taste level, to my mind, it wouldn't seem like something I would enjoy. You know, When I drink Coke, I drink it as a dessert a couple times a year. You know what I, th- I find interesting, though? It says here, as the enamel breaks down uh, to reveal a hard yellow tissue called dentin, the yeah. teeth appear discolored. I always thought that, like, discolored teeth, like that stain, was... Was from whatever you're eating, you know what I mean, like coffee stains, right? Like that. But it's the breaking down of the. It's what that's what your teeth look like under that layer of anything. I enjoy no, coffee and things like that can stain your teeth. Yes, yes, coffee and tea can do that. So, so, yeah. th- but I, I think, uh, yeah, uh, my like my teeth on a scale. Every, when they when they'll do something, you know, you you get your teeth color measured on a scale, and 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 I I tend to be a little bit more. Like, like a yellowish? I oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. I mean, you don't think so. That, yeah. Uh, by, by, look look, at Kathy. by looking at you, I <laughs> yeah, would yeah. think that, oh, Kathy, tell them your story. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. So I got my teeth whitened uh, this week at a dental spa. Um, dental and when they, spa. <laughs> the, listen, that's what I it's know. called. I know, I know, I know. Um, and so when I went, uh, they hold up, like, the, the fake teeth, and they show you what shade you have. And then, the you know, the, after the whitening, they show you what shade... Um, you went to, and so she showed me the difference. And then, and then the tech was like, "Just so you know, though, you started the the color of your teeth that we started out with is on our bleaching scale. <laughs> yeah, is on our white. Like people scale. pay to get like the teeth you already had. I already had. I go. So you're probably wondering why I'm here. And she's like, "No, I get it. I get it. For you, you know, it's a little discolored, and you wanted to change. But yeah, so my my uh, tooth color was on that whitening scale. So did you I notice? Was pretty, any, pretty proud of myself. Did you notice any difference after? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, right. I did the zoom whitening. Um, okay. yeah, How much does that cost? Uh, so it, I think that it is... Well, everyone's doing Zoom now, so it's much cheaper. Right. <laughs> um, about $500. Okay. Wow. I... Because okay. I... I need. You want to do it? So here's the deal. I, I, with my dentist, I ended up getting the um, like uh, outfitted for the uh, dental the, dam, the, the trays, and then you put the gel in there. Okay. It's just for me, it's a matter of like doing it, doing it, and I feel like it'd just be so much easier if I just went and get it. Had get them it. zoom away, and, and I mean, it's a couple of treatments, right? No, it's one time. You go through. Uh, I think it was four 15-minute sessions, and of course, because I'm nervous about everything, um, some people experience pain and i think you did preston um yes i didn't hurt experience any pain now i think if they do it a little bit different now like they put um these like uh guards or barrier on my gums so that my guns weren't exposed to the light so i didn't have any sensitivity there Hmm. um they said that there's something called zingers where you kind of get like almost like a tooth pain afterwards i got a few of those it's amyl nitrate but they said you brush with sensodyne sensodyne right yeah that goes away i do brush with sensodyne that's my toothpaste of choice oh man i love the uh the Crest gum detoxify. That's really good. Well, the, the, That's you, my you, jam. you gave samples to us one yeah. time for kids, and it tastes like bubble gum. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Bubble gum toothpaste. It was so, pretty wild. But yeah, my wife ended up getting the gum detoxify, um, and I just. <laughs> That was a Beyonce tour, wasn't it? I think it was, and that—that's where I think they stole the name from. Detoxify. 
Yeah, it was the gum salad uh, uh, sponsored <laughs> event. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, so uh, just a, a heads up: if you do the balsamic and seltzer, it's gonna have you're gonna have thing. nubs where your teeth used to be. I don't know about that, but anyhow, here's another connoisseur uh, story. So this is a term. These are two words that I never thought I'd see back to back or next to each other. Mailbox lasagna. All right. Okay. Hang on. A that second. could work. A Chattanooga, Tennessee. Because weather... for me, it's usually linguine I put in my mailbox. A te- Tennessee weather broadcaster said that it is now hot enough to make mailbox lasagna. Oh, my God. Okay. So meteorologist Brian Smith breaks it down. You use fully cooked meat. You assemble your lasagna in a small dish and then plate it. Uh, you place it in the mailbox at 10 a.m. In four to eight hours, your lasagna will be baked if the outside temperature is hot enough for the day. Now, you assume that the mailman is not going to make a delivery during this time, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Maybe Sunday? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Do they, they still they deliver on Sundays, don't they? Yeah. No, 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 the last no. thing is you want your, your yeah. bills being placed into the marinara sauce. Well, so no, I, then, I, then we change the name of it. Sunday mailbox lasagna. Yeah. My mail actually doesn't come until pretty late. Like, sometimes... You have time to get a lasagna in there. No doubt. It's four to eight hours, depending on how it is. All these things. You ever made sun tea? Yeah, we used to make it. I like it. Right. We thought about doing that again. Have you ever had the confidence to do sun chicken? No, yeah, I have yeah. not tried sun chicken yet. But, you, you know, these these are typical things that... These happen. are you southern. Know, you cook an egg on yeah. the, uh, uh, you know, uh, on the sidewalk. It's when, it, when it gets hot. So. Right, right. So they were doing this just as an example of how hot it is. But I've never Kathy. heard the term mailbox lasagna. But, well, Would you ever whip up a mailbox lasagna for us? Um, Actually, uh, so it wasn't lasagna. It was a, a chicken and spinach, but it was sort of made like lasagna. You know, it had the melted cheese and all of that. But I made it the other day. And, and I what? I want you to know that it was really good. I forgot Ooh, to tell you guys. Everyone at the hospital said it looked delicious. No, and like my mom ate it and she was like, oh, well, first she saw it. She goes, oh, that looks good. My dad said, oh, you cooked. And then uh, they had some and they said it was very good. And you didn't share it with us. Um, Why no, would she? I didn't. Yeah, I'm not ready yet. I'm not, I'm not ready yet. I can't. You think I'm going to like... Yep. Nope. She relies on like, us to be healthy. Try Preston would look at me and be like, "No, thank you, so. woman. You cook, um, you cook chicken? No, <laughs> right? No. Yes, yeah, pork? Mm, no, yeah. no. But hang on, with the lasagna, you have to cook the noodles first, right? Like, well, I don't know if you don't call them noodles. What do you call those things? Blankets. Um, yeah, the, yeah, the bread pasta blankets. blankets. The pasta blankets. <laughs> what they're called, bread blankets. It's, it, Casey, that it's called lasagna. That that is the the pasta is called lasagna. You didn't know that. No, yeah. that's the name of the actual <laughs> pasta. Is yes. called, I see. I thought the dish was called lasagna. Yeah, you no don't way. do the grocery shopping, do you? No. Yeah. No. I, well, hey, here, here. In my defense, I hate lasagna, so uh, I've never what is bought wrong it. With you? I just, Man. it's overrated. Wow, you just blew <laughs> Jesus Christ. I might, listen, my buddy, God. Anthony Cunicelli, I'm going to give him a shout-out because he's a really good cook. He was like, yeah, but you've never had my lasagna. I had his lasagna, and I hated his the least of all lasagnas oh, I've ever had. It's not over. I love lasagna. I yeah. And I, I, though, I'll tell you what, I used to hate ziti. You know yeah. you know why. I'm not going to go into it. Yeah. But uh, and now I love ziti as well. But I, you get a really good, you know who surprisingly has excellent lasagna? Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. All right, well, hang on. Do you, are, just, are baked pastas in general just something that you're not into? Uh, no, just lasagna. I think like uh, stuffed shells. You like those? Uh, sometimes. I have a theory here. It's the ragot. Ragot. You oh, don't I, like it's the it. Best part. It I is think, the best part. I think you were set up for failure by Garfield. I think you watched and read Garfield cartoons, and he, saw that he loved it so much, right? And you're like, this has got to be the greatest thing of all time. And then dug in, and you're like, it's not the greatest thing of all time. Is, is that what let you down? Is that what broke you? I don't know, man. I really dig a Scooby snack, so. 
Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, I just... The all right, so I definitely don't like the ends. The cheat? Uh, no, I love the ends. <laughs> yeah, nope. I love the absolute. No. I love the ends. I love the whole damn deal. Yeah, and especially when uh, 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 lasagna is overcooked. Absolutely. What do we uh, got? So I'm, I'm reading text messages. Sorry about that. Uh, somebody said, uh, Casey, just try putting ranch dressing on your lasagna, <laughs> and that might do oh. it for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, I, I this is say. There are so many dressings that are way better than ranch dressing, all right? So... All right, we're going to talk about something else. Yeah, yeah. we need Give it a connoisseur yeah, yeah, music, yeah. please. All right, so uh, this one I got from Marissa Magnata. All right. And it's a... She's it's a, a member of the show. Uh, she's a member of the radio show. Uh, it's a Philly thing, okay? The Arctic Splash yes. carton. Do we know what this is? Yeah, Let's it's see. Lehigh Valley Dairies makes this, and they there's a, a lemon... Uh, iced tea that uh, that's very popular, specifically in the Fishtown neighborhood of Philadelphia. The Arctic Splash. Arctic Splash, yes. Uh, and apparently it's going away for good. Wow. Uh, yeah, they introduced the personal-sized version of their lemon-flavored iced tea in 1994. At the height of its popularity, they were spotted everywhere from school cafeterias to bodegas across the region. Uh, and the Fishtown neighborhood has a special cult-like connection to the carton, according to this article that I'm reading. Somehow, Fishtown became a hot zone for the Arctic Splash. And over the years, there have been numerous features written to prove that point. There have been articles written about this. One mentions that uh, corner stores would sell 10 to 12 cases, about 300 cartons a week. Jeez. And that number dropped to three or four when the company changed their recipe. Dean Foods, who had acquired Lehigh Valley Dairies, swapped out the high fructose corn syrup for real sugar. And then people really didn't like it as much after they that. They wanted the fake taste. Yeah. Well, they wanted that that real sweet syrupy. Yeah. So this it, is an Arnold Palmer we're talking about, basically, right? A lemon iced tea? Uh, yeah. Well, it's a lemon flavored iced tea. Lemon flavored iced tea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lemonade. Arnold Palmer's a little different. Lemonade. Lemonade. It's even sweeter yeah. uh, than Arnold Palmer is. But anyhow, a 2012 Philly Mag article about uh, Interstate Draft House came out. A bartender at the tavern found. At uh, 1235 Palmer uh, Street, concocted the Fishtown Iced Tea huh. on a whim one day after cleaning up littered cartons from the playground next door. So the next day, she cracked open a few fresh Arctic Splashed Iced Tea cartons to max capacity, added rum, vodka, triple sec tequila, and a little bit of sour mix and a splash of Coca-Cola. Uh, the drink special, which is essentially a Long Island iced tea, oh, but a Philly iced tea is more right. like it, uh, was served right out of the cardboard container. So that was kind of novelty-ish. Yeah. You know, they, they were so it's, a, it's an alcohol drink? They, they mixed alcohol into all right, it. Okay, all right, now I got you. So the bar I'm did. on board now. So they would do it in the container, all right. and then it took off. And the Fishtown iced tea became the signature drink of Interstate Draft House, which would find themselves years later buying pallets of the cartons at a time. But when new owners took over the bar a few years ago, the cocktail stayed on the menu. Fast forward to uh, May of this year, uh, Dean Foods informed customers that Arctic Splash would only be available in gallon form <laughs> moving forward. Uh, okay. They were discontinuing the product of the famed cartons. So they're not doing away with the product. They're doing away with the, the sizes you can purchase it at. Yeah, and the owners of uh, Interstate Draft House bought up as many as cartons as they could, uh, but uh, in just over a month, that supply depleted. So th that's coming to an end. On a, on, a, on a different note, but similar to this, don't you hate when you go to a place and they have something that you love and they indiscriminately... Take it off the menu. Yeah, yeah. They did it drives that. me crazy. I haven't been to Iron Hill Brewery in years, but they had this uh, Carolina pulled pork barbecued sandwich that right. I 
would get. I loved it. And then they took it off the menu. Mm. And I was like, why? I'm going to kill you. It was my favorite. No. <laughs> yeah. I want to fight you. <laughs> I want to fight you. Uh, it was one of my absolute favorite dishes. Now, it may be back on the menu because, like yeah. I said, I haven't been in a little while. Uh, so I'll have to go back and, and check on that sometime in the near Yeah, it just drives you crazy. But I hate it. Yeah. When, it's something, when you know something's good, but maybe you're the only one. I mean, uh, I don't no. care. Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? I want to fight you. I want anyway. to fight you. What about I'll those take things? I'll back and beat the hell out of you. Those things that Redstone used to have at their Sunday brunch, we all agreed that those were delicious, and they oh, took them away. Did they take that away? Yeah, it's something different now. With that, you. that kind of uh, uh, pecan, yeah, uh, the, the, the deliciousness. Yeah, whatever that yeah. thing was. Oh my god! They took it. They give, they do still give something um, before your meal, but no. they took yeah. that specific one away. Do you remember my story about that? As I was there, you you oh, they brought it over. I'm like, yeah. oh. That Someone, <laughs> someone recognized me. Oh, my this God. Is, can we do something for Table 7? That's <laughs> Preston Elliott, who is a legend in broadcasting. We certainly, and then every other table is getting it. Yeah, stuff. they do it for everybody. Dude. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Every yeah. table. I'm a little embarrassed by this, but thank you <laughs> so much. Did I, I guess I should say something. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um. All right. Thank you. I'll stand up. And, I'm thank you. so thrilled. Yes, it's me. I'll <laughs> share these with you, though they made them specifically for me. Right. I tell you guys, I was at, I had a an appearance at a beer distributor. This is in the early spring, and I was standing there talking to somebody, and I saw these two people looking over at me, and so I was talking, talking, talking. I'm like, oh, I'm like, hang on a second, I got to go say hi yeah. to these people over here. So I go to say hi. I'm like, hey, how you doing? I'm okay. and I introduce them, you know, and they have no clue who I am. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> I was just standing directly in front of the Chickies and Peach Crab Fry Truck, and that's what they were looking at. They were oh, staring right. at the Crab Fry Truck. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Like, oh. Is that your truck? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, thank God, because I was you about never to, do that. You I let them a, bring it up. I was about to ask yeah. them, "Hey, do you want a picture?" Oh, no. God. Yeah. <laughs> and then they tell the story to their friends the next day. Oh my God! Last night this guy came up to us and asked if we He's wanted so a lonely. picture with him. He's so lonely. He was asking us to take pictures with him. Oh my God! That is the best. They, uh, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they no, didn't care they didn't one. Go. Oh, thank God. You mean we can take a picture with your truck? Yeah. <laughs> all right, anyhow, that's all I've that's got. It? for. Yeah, it's a uh, short one. I want to take a break. You know why? Because I want to hear the new Ozzy Osbourne song. Are we going to play that when we get back? Yes. Okay, so let's do that. We are at uh, the, uh, I believe for President Steve, uh, Blood Drive, and we are at the Expo Center, Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. There's also a live casino where it's taking place. And Jackie Bam Bam is there now. We're going to be there a little bit later on. Uh, but we'll take a break. Come back in a second. I got Bizarre Pile and new Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. We return. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, friend, did you receive our Camp Out for Hunger Save the Date? I mean, we made a big announcement, and then we put it right there on the website for you. Well, just in case you missed it, Preston and Steve's 25th Camp Out for Hunger is set November 7th through the 11th, 2022. And hey, it's never too early to start collecting. You can find the list of Phil Abundance's most requested items, plus all of the outrageous photo galleries and videos of our guests from over the years at WMMR.com slash campout. All right. Um, oh, uh, I got word, uh, Steve. We had uh, Brett Michaels on earlier, and I think when we get over to uh, Live Casino, we're going to, since we're doing the broadcast over here and Pierre's doing the broadcast over here, let's give away those tickets to that location. We'll throw them a bone, and that's a yeah. good bone to be thrown yeah, in, in the world of bone throwing. And apparently it was it, Brett Michaels' uh, like uh, personal guest list. That's fantastic. Pretty fantastic. That was really nice of him. So we'll, we'll head over there uh, when we're done with this show, and we'll, uh, we'll get a random winner. We'll just, uh, as a 
thank you. I'm going to donate over there. A nice, yeah, excellent. I I'm think that's time. I would like to as well. So let's get to that. We have Zor file story. Hey! Hey! So let's do it, Jason. Hit it. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Yeah! All right, I got you stories. Uh, let's start with, um, how about this kind of messed up one, very messed up one. British authorities say that they have rescued a child who was targeted in a disturbing international organ harvesting plot. They were going after a kid? Yeah, so I've... Um, I've heard about these. This is really on the rise. I've I've always thought that some of this is uh, just, you know, hearsay, but I'm, apparently... It's, I'm feeling that less and less these days. Yeah, a man and a woman have been charged with conspiracy over a plan to bring the child to the U.K. in order to harvest their organs. So are we talking primarily church or like Wurlitzers? No, no, not those type Edmund. of organs. Not like uh, like you would play oh. uh, as an instrument. Oh, well, then that's even worse. Lungs and livers oh, okay. and kidneys. And so no details were immediately available on the age and gender of the child. Uh, Nigerian nationals Beatrice uh, Nawanake uh, Ekwamardu and Ike Ekwamardu are standing trial for conspiracy to arrange or facilitate travel of another person with a view to exploration, ex- horrible. exploitation, namely organ harvesting. The allegations come after an investigation by the specialist crime team in Scotland Yard, which deals with serious offenses in the English capital, and cops launched their inquiry last month, leading to the duo's arrest after police were altered, uh, alerted, I'm sorry, to possible crimes being committed under modern slavery legislation. Do you know what this is supposedly going on a lot? In China. Oh, really? Yes. Forced art organ harvesting, in which organs are surgically removed from a victim against their will, has been um, addressed by recent legislation in the U.K. A law passed in April partly aims to disrupt the black market organ trade by making it illegal for Brits to travel overseas to purchase an organ, a practice known as organ tourism. Do you remember for a while they, they had to, they were people uh, selling uh, like a kidney on eBay and eBay had to institute. Oh, now, yeah. mind you, this was the person themselves. Right, offering up their own. Falling on hard times or whatever, right. yeah. But they had they to put like, the kibosh on that. Can't do that. A Minnesota man who allegedly admitted to shooting and killing a trophy-sized bear in his backyard last year now faces six, charge, six charges alleged, uh, related to the hunting violation. Michael J. Thielen was charged with three gross misdemeanors and three additional misdemeanors. It was my husband. According to court documents, authorities received two anonymous tips about the bear killing in early September. Conservation officers met with Thielen at his home, where he admitted to baiting the bear with bird seed and donuts. He did so love his bear, his bird seed. Uh, before killing it in the middle of the night on July 28th. I was back at the cave making him gum salad. The trophy-sized bear... <laughs> Had a score of over 20 with its hide weighing 80 pounds. I don't know what the score is. SATs. Oh, is that what that was? Verbal and math. (laughs) He wasn't bright. (laughs) But he was your husband. He was my husband. Thielen told authorities that he wrapped the bear in plastic after shooting it. And when he returned home from work, the bear was warm and covered in bees, and he took 50 to 60 pounds of meat off the animal before it became full of maggots. Mm. Uh, Thielen left- Sounds so delicious, I can't stand it. Now, this is what he's saying. But the Thielen uh, then left the bear skull outside to allow insects to clean it. And By the use- way, what kind of baggie can accommodate a bear? And used a skid steer loader to haul the rest of the animal to a dumpster. After the killing, Thielen elect- 
allegedly bought a resident surplus bear hunting license to attempt to cover the killing that occurred uh, weeks before the start of the season. You can't do that. Uh, his charges related uh, to using artificial lights to hunt, wanton waste of an animal, hunting out of season, taking the bear without a license, and placing bait without a license and baiting the bear. So he did like a bunch of things that were totally illegal when it comes to hunting. The Florida man who gave two uh, gave police two baggies of methamphetamine and asked him to test the stash for him will have to perform community service and refrain from using alcohol and drugs. Thomas Colucci entered a pre-trial intervention contract that defers his prosecution for possession of meth and drug paraphernalia. Uh, apparently, he was arrested in March after calling police to say that he wanted law enforcement to test the method he had purchased from a drug dealer named JJ, oh who he met at a bar near his Tampa area residence. Listen, can you come to my house, too? I'm, I'm building bombs, and I'm not sure they're built right. When cops arrived at uh, Colucci's home, he handed over two baggies containing a crystalline substance. After using some of the drug, Colucci explained that he became concerned that J.J. sold him bath salts, the synthetic stimulant, and not meth. Yeah, I also run a a whorehouse. I need you to come over and... (laughs) Teach my ladies uh, what's right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Colucci said that he was a drug addict who had consumed meth in the past, and he knows what meth should feel like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Noting that the substance... There's got to be a law against making bad meth. Uh, noting that the substance he ingested did not leave a burning sensation, mm. uh, Colucci added that he believed that the meth was actually basalts from a Google search that he conducted. Uh, Colucci, He's great at research. He said he called 911 because he didn't want other users to purchase fake meth from J.J. There could be issues. He told police that he wanted uh, J.J. in trouble because he believed that the drugs that J.J. was selling were dangerous. But a field test of the substance handed over by Colucci positively identified the presence of methamphetamine. So he was wrong. Well, at least he didn't lose a friend over it. It's like when you think you know it's decaf coffee. Yeah. You know? and- Why can't you make a decent meth at home? Yep. The Grand Canyon National Park has seen more than 110 cases of gastrointestinal illness closely resembling the highly contagious neurovirus since May. As of June 10th, uh, the park listed at least 118 people who have become sick with symptoms similar to those of the neurovirus. You think it would be like in a park situation, the the, uh, likelihood of transferring that to other park goers seems... More limited, but I guess it's happening. Well, oh, if it's at a cafeteria or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If it's at, like, the North Rim, like, center there. Um, yeah. That's a bad rim job right there. Yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing as a bad rim job, right? It causes vomiting, diarrhea. Oh, that might be a bad job. A little diarrhea involved in it. Cramping, body aches, and a mild fever. Uh, and one case came when a hiker was trekking the canyon, came across two people affected by the illness who were vomiting and stuck with their friends with no water. Christy Key said, I came across two hikers violently ill, no water left, and apparently she had to call Put them a, down. She had to call a helicopter oh. Uh, to oh, wow. and rescue them, and they initially didn't want to go, but she... I don't want to go! Talked them into I'm having such a good time! I'm going to throw up! I'm going to throw up! <laughs> they were easy to find. They left a trail. Yep. <laughs> All right, and then uh, this one. This is uh, interesting. American artistic swimmer... Anita Alvarez was in danger of drowning after losing consciousness in the pool at the World Championships in Budapest before being rescued by her coach, Andrea Fuentes. Yeah, I saw the pictures of this. Yeah. The, the, um, the, the coach li- jumped in and saved her. The lifeguards weren't reacting. Correct. Uh, Fuentes, a four-time Olympic medalist in synchronized swimming, jumped into the pool after she saw Alvarez sink to the bottom at the end 
of her solo free final routine. She was given medical attention beside the pool before being taken away on a stretcher. And it was the second time that Fuentes has had to rescue Alvarez after she leapt into the pool during an Olympic qualification event last year. If you keep fainting in the yeah. pool, something you might have an issue that should keep you out of the pool. Is she holding her breath too long? Well, I, I don't know. I'm thinking that's what it is. I'm thinking that this, these events are harder than we realize they're, they The are. synchronized artistic... Uh, yeah, yeah. That they're underwater for a long time and they're also doing highly physical stuff and they might run out of air while If you've there. ever tried to Paint underwater. It's oh my god! Yeah, it's so hard. Virtually yeah, impossible. Yeah. Unless you're using water cups. Uh, but they got her out of there, and uh, they were trying to decide if she was going to be okay for participation in today's team events. So, okay. And there it, you go. That's it's amazing to watch that stuff, though. Yeah. There, there were two people who did a synchronized thing where it basically looked like they were in space. They were yeah. doing, wow. you know, but to c- control your body in water like that with such precision, yeah, it's got to take a lot out of you. I mean, listen, I, I have been swimming my entire life, but I did uh, water polo uh, yeah. a few years back. And your horse drowned. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that he didn't know how to swim. <laughs> it's the old joke. No, but um, what was what was really difficult was going from treading yes to a a full on sprint. Yeah, like, you know, like you don't that. have anything to push off of. Right. Yeah. It's right. actually very taxing. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, so we're taking another break. Yeah. When we come back, we'll do the lesson question, trash, and music news. We are at the I Believe for Presidency Blood Drive, our seventeenth annual one. We are at the Expo Center at Oaks, and we'll come back with more. Pierre Robert coming up, too. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him, too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it. Weekly. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Wait, stop right there, dude. Come over here. Did you guys see this guy's shirt? Yeah. It says Sidedalong Kong Kong on it. <laughs> I just saw that walking by. How you doing, buddy? What's your name? What's your name? My name is Fran McMahon. Fran McMahon. Now, please tell me that's a wig you're wearing, too. Yes, that is a Rambo wig. <laughs> Rambo wig, and he made a shirt called Side Along Kong Kong. Side along Kong Kong. We got to get, we got, that's a perfect shirt. Which, that's genius. That's our that's yeah. our Nell phrase. Dude, that is fantastic. Thank you. Where are you from, by the way? I am from Roslyn, and I received my Rambo wig from these guys, Preston and Steve. You may have heard of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am, I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Dude, thank you for being here. What time's your appointment, by the way? Done. Just got done. done. Awesome. All right, All right. We'll go get some cookies and stuff and yeah. chill out for a little. So you must be Tai Tai. Frank Tai Tai. Wow. Uh, hey, by the way, and, and we're at the blood drive. I didn't even. I, I saw him walking by and I went right into that <laughs> to say Foo Fighters or anything. Uh, but um, I got a text from somebody, and I am curious about this, and maybe there is. Uh, a uh, Red Cross person that could tell us this. It says, hey, always wanted to know, uh, and now seems like a perfect time to ask, is it true you can't donate blood if you smoke marijuana? It, I have not heard that. 
Says I'm a daily smoker and uh, would like to donate, but have always heard this. Well, all right, let's get let's get a uh, a, a learned person here. Marissa's going over to Jennifer Graham, the uh, interim CEO, and she's going to ask her. Uh, she well, kind of tilted she, her head when you said that. Like, eh, it's like a good maybe, question, but they don't. It's not one of the preliminary questions that they no, ask you when you no. do the uh, the okay. questionnaire. So the one thing you cannot do is to be a regular consumer of gum salad. Okay, oh, yeah. Oh, all right, if, it, if it's not asked on the on the questionnaire, then it shouldn't be an issue. So. They're, they're talking through it. Okay. All right. Well, anyhow, maybe they don't want to talk about that. But listen, it's uh, don't ask, don't tell. It's like asking about their exes. Right. They there you go. Yeah. Nobody really yeah. wants to talk. Oh, wait. We got a definitive right. uh, piece of information. Jennifer Graham, interim CEO, Red Cross, uh, Southeastern Pennsylvania. All right, Jen, a listener texts in and says, always wanted to know, uh, and this seems like a good time to ask, is it true you can't donate blood if you smoke marijuana? Uh, long story short, that is not true. Okay. So I'm going to want people to be responsible and perhaps maybe not in... in, in and do that before you donate. Right. But certainly, yes. It's okay. not a Don't curl. spark up on the way to the uh, blood drive. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Exactly. They're going to take blood. Like, you wouldn't want to drink right before right. you came here either. Yeah. No, thank okay. you. All right. Got it. Thank you very You're much, welcome. Jennifer. Right. However, vigorous sex is recommended. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right beforehand, even if you're by yourself. <laughs> even if you're by rub one In out. the car, there's more than enough area to <sighs> go uh, park. But or that's a good question. So this person had, had been hesitant to donate blood. Well, you want to know. Because they'd always heard that and never really d- took the time. To there's somebody who could who could donate blood now has yeah. been hepped to that. Yep, exactly. So uh, happy to answer that question for you. All right, we need to do today's lesson question so we can give away a prize. The prize is a pair of tickets to see To Kill a Mockingbird, which is going to be the Academy of Music, on July 13th. The show is at 7.30 p.m. And the question that we're going to go with today is, what is Stallone's favorite video ever? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening this morning, you heard uh, Sly pop on and say he loves watching this video cracks him up. It does. What's his favorite video? 215-263-WMMR. If you heard it and you know the answer, call us right now. While you're calling, we'll do the trash. Here we go. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. You can protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, and mold with Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Uh, the Preston and Steve listeners get 15% off when you mention our show. Just go to drytechcorp.com. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Jesse Smollett saying in a recent interview that he gives no time to people who believe he lied about being attacked. Smollett also revealed he currently has a staggering surplus of time. Eight-year-old Prince George gave back during the coronavirus lockdown in England. The little guy held a bake sale to benefit charity. As a gift for his generosity, George has been allowed to keep two commoners as pets. Which is very nice. And finally, Fair Abraham has officially been charged with battery and disorderly conduct stemming from an incident back in January. To make matters worse, Abraham just learned that she's been called to appear before the Great Council of Hookers. (laughs) That could be difficult. That's your Hollywood trash. All right, thank you, Steve. I'm going to try and uh, pull this caller up myself. It's the first time I've had a chance to do this this morning, so bear with me. Uh, We need to know what Stallone's favorite video of all time is, and I will go to Brian and see if we can get an answer. Hey, Brian, can you hear me? Uh, Yeah, but you're a little fuzzy. All right, well, uh, I'll do my best. What is Stallone's favorite video, please? Is this the orangutan driving the golf cart? That is correct. information and we're going to give you a pair of tickets to see to kill a mockingbird that show is going to be the academy of music on july 13th 7 30 p.m that show runs from july 12th through the 24th and you can get tickets at kimmel cultural campus 
www.kfuo.org. Let's get to music news, shall we? Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you by Everfresh Juices and Juice Drinks. There's an Everfresh Juice for every occasion with over 40 flavors to choose from, including the premier apple juice line with your favorite apple to eat. Now available in a bottle to drink. And I just have a couple of things here. Uh, Motley Crue, uh, you know, Tommy Lee, obviously he broke his ribs. We yes. were talking about this the other day. And he threw ribs and beer into the crowd during Wednesday night's stadium tour concert at Nationals Park in Washington, D.C. After playing three songs with his bandmates, Lee told the crowd that he had broken four ribs and that his doctor told him he couldn't perform. At that point, he threw a pan full of beer cans and ribs into the crowd. Is that a thing? I guess is that kind of what he's known for? I think he's just playing off the fact he broke his ribs. Yeah. So he's throwing ribs out in the crowd. I don't know about that. Uh, as we said, he was replaced for the remainder of the set by Tommy Clufettos. So is he showing up for the shows and just yeah. hanging out? And he's, he's playing a few songs. Right. He's playing just, a, you know, he's playing like two, maybe three songs, and then he bails because he shouldn't be doing any at all, to be honest. That is pretty weird. I think it's okay that he's doing that. Yeah. I, I, think, it's, I think it's giving the fans a little bit of something at least. Right. And, in fact, Poison drummer Ricky Rocket said that uh, Tommy Lee's getting too much flack for having broken ribs uh, just before they hit the road for the stadium tour. Uh, although Lee, against doctor's orders, is braving through a handful of songs every night. Uh, Rocket said in an interview, he was asked if he, if he knew the Tommy Lee was injured thing prior to hitting the road. And he said, I didn't know anything about it. He said, I swear I didn't. I went out and uh, he wasn't playing. And I'm like, what is going on, guys? So I went back. And got the lowdown. He went on to say that he thinks it's it sucks that some fans are slamming Tommy for not playing the full set with the crew. He said he's taking a lot of heat. I don't think he should because I think what's cool about what he's doing is he's coming out there and he's going, this is painful to do, but I want the audience to know that I'm here. I'm here for the duration. I'm not wussing out on this. Instead of running home and sitting six weeks out while he recovers, he's on the road. He's part of the team. And I think that's pretty badass. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see that. At least he's not just blowing. I mean, blowing it off entirely. He's trying. He's given a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, that's and, what they always say. Give a little bit. Yeah, if you can. All right, and then finally, uh, Pod. Remember Pod? Yes. Man? Oh yeah. They will re-release their 2008 album when Angels and Serpents Dance. It's really wild to see it. They do the Charleston. On October 14th. Uh, the entire project will be remixed, remastered, and will include the bonus track. <laughs> Marissa, Marissa is in the Charleston. The little dance. Yeah. Uh, will include the bonus tracks, Don't Fake It, Riding With You, and Walk On Water. Uh, and the band has shared the album's opening track, Addicted. What was their biggest hit? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, youth of a Nation? Nation? Youth of a Nation. We are. Uh, last resort. The youth. Cut my life into pieces. Is that them? Cut That's my like... life into pieces. This is my last resort. Kathy Solo. I... No, my I'm not into soloing. pieces. It, it, it trailed off at the end. I was going to jump oh in, but God. I didn't know where oh, anyone well, then we'll was. Start all over again. Okay. Cut my life into pieces. How old are they now? Should it be cut my steak into pieces? Oh, Jesus. Ooh. Are we sure that was them, P.O.D.? 
Oh, I no. thought it no. was. No, you're right. That was Papa Roach. That's like that's Papa A-hole. Roach. You yeah. liar. Oh, my God. I you think were right. You were right. Youth of a nation. Of a nation. Who said that? Me. Steve did. Steve, you're right. So it was all that for nothing? Well, not for nothing. Not I mean, for nothing. nothing. I mean, it was, it was fun. Pretty, pretty you, you have so yeah. severely disappointed Kathy. <laughs> no. It was all ready to jump in. So we kind of jammed there for a minute. Yeah. You so, yeah. do that all the but time. But again, the end sucked. <laughs> You always got to pull down your pants and take a crap on it, don't you? Mm-hmm. A big swirl. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway, so we got the, yeah, that was Papa Roach did Last Resort. Yeah. And then P.O.D. did Youth of a Nation. And right. We did it better oh, than Oh, you know what? Oh, it was Alive was their big one. Uh, uh, I'm so alive. Remember for the very first time. I thought it was Summer Lovin'. Have me a blast. <laughs> No, 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 no. You know what it was? Uh, Mock. Yeah. yeah. That was it. I don't have that clip ready. All right, anyway. Uh, so how much did we get wrong in all of that? About everything. everything. No, I think Alive was their big first hit, and then Youth of a Nation was another one. We was are, there... we are the Youth of a Nation. I remember that song. Yep. It was a good song. Yeah. yeah. The people here are looking at us quizzically and not necessarily laughing. <laughs> oh, quizzically, that's a good word. <laughs> we do this every day, folks. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I remember they, they were kind of a, uh, they had like a religious tone to it. That's what I thought, yes. They were like a, a Christian yeah. uh, rock band of sorts. So, all right, anyway, I think we're done now. I'm wrapping it up and pulling the plug. Absolutely, man. We're going to take a break. We're, we're, we're almost entertainment overload at this point. <laughs> we'll come back in a moment and we will wrap things up and hand it over to a true professional. Yes. Pierre Bear. when we get back at the I Believe for President's Team Blood Drive. We'll return in a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, flip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The Preston and Steve Show live at the Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania for the Eye Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. I'm so happy, Casey. That you brought your electric scooters with you this morning. Yeah. Number one, there's just enough room to ride around and have some fun, but it's a good way to go over and meet with everybody who's lying down, making donations, and yeah. saying hi, and checking on everybody. It was a good idea. Uh, thank you. I, I wasn't sure if we could use them actually on the air, um, and even though we didn't, I was glad that we were able to play with them off air. Is this a, so there's one that has, it looks like it has an extended battery pack right yeah. here. Is that the newest one? That's that's the newest one that I and just And is that got. the top model? E, I no, I think there's another model above that one. Huh. Um, yeah, there's one that uh, I don't. I don't know. I have like three different models, um, but that one go, go, it goes. It goes the fastest okay. and it goes the farthest. Okay. Yeah, uh, they're so. really awesome, and they're, yeah. they're, uh, relatively speaking, like if you're talking about an electric bike, these are not that expensive. No, no. I mean, compared to an electric bike, yeah, no, not at all. And so I like to use these. Um, I, I was telling Marissa these would be perfect for like if you lived in the city or whatever right like just kind of like zipping around or whatever but uh you know down the shore with like parking the way it is 
when I go and like order food, uh, and I, I'll just go on the scooter. I'll go pick up the food because I don't have to worry about parking anywhere. Right, it's perfect. Yep. Uh, and by the way, I was using it to zip around and say hi to people. I've noticed a variety of old school Preston and Steve blood drive shirts that are no yeah. some real classics. Uh, I saw like our Game of Thrones theme one over here a moment ago. One that's like the lifeguard theme one. Uh, there's another one that's uh, that has like a Jaws theme. Batman, the Batman one. Uh, the new ones, obviously. Are Night, Night of the Living Dead. Don't yes. Uh, um, um, uh, Jaws. Jaws. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. The Walking Dead yeah. theme one. And, yeah, so thank you so much for, for bringing the throwback shirts. Yeah. And uh, wearing them. There's a privileged shirt that's right over there as well. So uh, it's been really awesome. And I would like to thank also our one and only guest. Uh, Mr. Brett Michaels yeah, on the show. Yeah, he, he was excellent. Yeah. It was so great to talk to him. Uh, and also uh, Jennifer Graham, who is the uh, interim CEO of uh, Red Cross Southeastern Pennsylvania. Also want to thank our friends from uh, Recovery Centers of uh, yeah. America. So yes. they, uh, the Devon location, they're here representing. So it's a drug and alcohol addiction treatment center. Uh, if you have any issues with a drug or alcohol dependency, you can give them a call at 1-800-RECOVERY. But uh, they're here, and they've been here all morning. I believe they're going to be here all day. So we... Uh, we, we got a chance to check out that Devon location, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's pretty amazing. It's beautiful. A lot of good being done there. Absolutely. Uh, we welcome to the microphone now, Mr. Piero. Hey! hey. Well, well, well. Ah. Good day. Good day, citizens, and good day, blood givers, here in uh, Studio B. is it, What is this place? <laughs> uh, um, it's the Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. Hall C. Where... Are we? We're in <laughs> Oaks. Where in God's name is Oaks? It's the Anthony Michael Hall. Uh, so it's about, uh, we're about 10 minutes from King of Prussia. Right. We're actually very close to, uh, to you know, major civilization hubs. However, uh, it feels like you're in the midst of the Amish country. No. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> there is, you know, this giant complex mm-hmm. uh, where you have done, we've done a lot of stuff here yeah. over the years, and they have so many events here, and it's so big they can do three or four or five things. Uh, but I came in Hall B. So is this B or C? This is C. You actually came in through C. B and C well, are right next to each other. If you look up above the, the signs here when you walk in, there's when I came in this morning, the, it was dark, so the lights were on, and, and the whole C light wasn't lit up, but it is indeed right next to B. So if you were to go out the doors and go to the right there into those next doors, you'd be in B. There's actually a big gaming convention right next to us oh, going wow. on right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, I thought I was coming into Hall B, but it's actually Hall C. Correct. So that's important to state publicly. Yes, I agree. And stand by it. And items of clarity like that is what you will get in the entire program today. It's all about clarity. <laughs> clarity. And Kathy is going to stay and sing metal songs. No, I'm going to the gaming convention. And the uh, gaming convention, and she's coming back, and uh, she's going to do a little uh, poison number for us later. <laughs> <laughs> a little poison number? Yeah, a little, okay. you know, like blood. Un- unskinny, unskinny bop? bop. Uh, unskinny bop. Mm-hmm. Got blood in my roses or whatever. <laughs> yes. Got, you know, all yeah, that Yeah, one stuff. of those. You know, the hits. You know, you know? the big hits. All the hits. The big hits. Yeah. Where's my bandana? Mm. That kind of thing. Uh, well, should we... Uh, we have a prize to give away, and we need your help. Yes. yes. Jason, let over the day, please. 
Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... E as in excitable. All right, we now, from this excitable boy, have a word that we have before you, brought to us by Pierre Robert. If you know what it is, I need you to be the fifth caller, 215-263-WMMR, and we will see if you indeed can claim the prize. So fifth caller, 215-263-WMMR, give us a call right now. So you are hanging out here for the entire program right. today. I like to go around and lean over people that are giving blood and scare them, Ooh. Uh, and um, it's fun. I, I love this event. It's so cool. Um, you know, that uh, story you read earlier of the gentleman uh, who uh, had cancer. Uh, and, you know, he needs this blood. It's the most direct gift you can give. It's your very essence. Exactly. So Yeah, it doesn't get um, more pure than that. It really doesn't. So it's a, it's a wonderful thing that you do. Uh, one of many wonderful things that you guys do on a regular basis. Well, so, you're you're here doing it, too. So yeah, you're, you're part of it. But it's your drive. And, you know, you guys have come up with so many great things that have helped the community in small and large ways. And so this is a large one. And, and it's very cool. Before going forward forward with us on my program. also want to give a shout-out to uh, Jason Fayon, yes. who runs the board for you guys on all these live broadcasts and uh, does such a great job. And It's really um, important to thank Jason when you can. When you have the opportunity to thank yeah, him, you know, yeah, like yeah. with a, a, a microphone and a large yeah. audience in front of you, it's important to thank Jason specifically. You are a bastard. Oh, no. <laughs> you are a rock-solid bastard. <laughs> rock-solid. You, you right. rad bastard. Bastards. May may you open up the the cut in your arm and bleed out some more. Wow. I love you too. <laughs> yeah, peace and love. Beat it, creep. Hit the road, chum. Crumb bum. Crumb bum. You, you turkey. <laughs> you turkey dog. Where's that turkey bacon company where we need them? Gotcha. Wrap you up and turkey bacon and fry you, you mother effer. Did you make Damn. a Godshalls reference? Wow. Yes, I think I did. Yeah. So he's good to stroke the clients. Yeah. Well, the Particularly a good vegetarian plug for turkey bacon. Yeah. You got to love that. Now, um, yes. Furthermore. Furthermore. <laughs> I just thought it'd be nice to acknowledge Jason. Absolutely. Because uh, he's running the board. Yeah, I think I forgot to thank Jason uh, when we did our laugh li- last live broadcast. We were at Subaru, and I got done. I did this big thank you. And, and all of a sudden, I put my headphones down, and I go, damn it, I forgot to thank Jason. Uh, so sorry, thank Jason. You, you, thank you, you did Jason. thank him during the Radio Hall of Fame speech, though, Preston. Yeah, of course oh, I oh, God. <laughs> and he's got a wonderful brew pub uh, called Bill's Best out in uh, Glenside, <laughs> right past the Keswick Theater. There you go. So what I can't thank him for in the events that I've missed publicly in the huge events where he's sitting there and I thank everyone else under the sun and I my eyes averted the little text that I had written in my bad handwriting and I looked down and then I skipped four people but he was the most important of those and um, I have never forgotten it. He is quite over it but I have still tortured myself with it ever since then. Thank you, Jason. (laughs) If I get in that Hall of Fame, he's the first person I'm going to thank. All right. And then you're going to say horrible things about Nick, right? Yeah. And I'm going to say the one guy I don't want to thank is this guy, Nicky McQuan, uh, who is, you know, a wuss. A bastard. A creep. And, uh, a creep. A rock and hard. A, a rock-hard bastard. Yeah. I like 
creep. Yeah, creep. <laughs> Can I get the winner now for the worst? Oh, week? right. Okay, yeah. All right, let's. I'm just that. trying to move it along, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to interrupt. Wake up. Is this thing on? We're going to uh, Next Dave. show at 11. We're going to Dave. Hi, Dave. You're calling number five. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Preston. How are you guys? Rock. How are you? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Dave McKay, what's the word, what's the word of the week? I'm hoping, I'm hoping, guys. I'm hoping. I think it's moose, M-O-O-S-E. You can do the moose. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever that line is you have. Hey, Dave, how many times have you won things from us? How many things have you won from us? Oh, I've been pretty lucky. 18 million things? Or is this 18,767,422? Excellent. It's great. Um, there were four Dave, shows going on. I'm going to put you on hold here. Hang on, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. All right. $500 from the bagster. The bagster. Bagster. That's for, ow, that hurts. Uh, the Bagster is by far the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. And you can go buy it at any home improvement store. Fill it and simply schedule your collection and it is gone. Clean it up with the Bagster. Dumpster in a bag. So we'll set you up with that. Thank you very much to the Bagster. Yes. All right. Do you want to mention what's on your show today? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. uh, we'll uh, be doing a block of uh, the bands uh, for the big thing tomorrow with Def Leppard and crew and Joe. Jet and Poison, and a huge thematic block of blood songs, which ah, will be fun. Perfect and appropriate. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, let me thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors, Acme, official grocery store, the Preston and Steve show. Also brought to you by Trinity Rehab, locations all over, and now open in King Prussia. Trinity-Rehab.com, and finally by Pella Windows and Doors. Take advantage of their summer sale today at PellaPhilly.com. Next week on this program. Uh, comedian Neil Brennan will be joining us. Robert Irvine will be on the show. Jane Seymour is going to be in our studio. That's wow. pretty cool. Such a lovely woman. Uh, Froggy will be in our yeah. studio. And it will actually be the legitimate birthday of Ann Gorski <laughs> next week. So we'll probably celebrate that. Alright, uh, that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day. Steve and I are headed over to Live Casino Yes, uh, to check in with blood donors there. Pierre Robert handling the duties here at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. So thank you so much. Have a great weekend and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Connect Steve on 93.3 on 93.3 WMMR.